0: Hi friends. Hi everyone. Welcome to Spice Chaos or welcome back if you are a longtime listener.
1: Yes,
0: happy Monday everybody. I uh, hope that you all had fantastic weekends, but we are back with a full-length regular show today and we are super excited. Yes, we are. Number 1, it's the last Monday in March and it's the first week in the new month of our planners, so that always feels good. Yes, that
1: does feel good. And we have a guest on today that, um, I have to admit that I've been kind of fangirling for like the past, <laughs> well, I don't know, three years. How long have I been following this person on Instagram? Forever. I it feels forever. like forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all week long, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's uh, Sunday's coming and we're going to get to record. So, um, Tell everybody who we have today, Caitlin.
0: Okay, we have Nita from Neatly Planned today, and I also have been fangirling. I had to, like, not think about the podcast for a little while this morning, because otherwise I would have been, like, total, like, dork mode. Like, I just I love her <laughs> so, so much, so I've been I, so excited. <laughs> I know. I'm trying really hard, like, not to be nervous, but I think I feel
1: a little nervous. I'll be Me honest. Too. I feel I a do little feel nervous older. today. <laughs> so, um yeah, but anyway... I will just go ahead and start because we've already forgotten to do this and say yeah. um over there
0: is Caitlin from Creating a Chaos. She is yeah. one of your hosts. And over there is Leanne from Spice Plans. And we both yes. together are very excited today. <laughs> we are both very excited
1: and have no idea where we're going with this. So no. um yes. I feel like that Nita was one of the first people that I started following on this yeah. journey in my Instagram journey. And I do believe that I have a screenshot on my phone of the day that she followed <laughs> me back.
0: Oh, I love that so much. I do.
1: I really think I do. And um, I might even put that up sometimes, just so that everybody can see. Like there it was. Like I was like, oh my god! You know, you have those fangirl moments in your life where you just can't believe that somebody just decided to follow you. So I that was for me was just very memorable. And
0: um, That's so cute. You're adorable.
1: Yeah, I know. I love her, and I love like her Instagram, and I love her YouTube, and just everything. So um. Yeah. Yeah, um, let's talk to her. Why don't we do that? Right. Yeah, let's let her in. Hi, (laughs) Nita. Hi, guys.
2: (laughs) Thank you for being on our show. We obviously love you. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. And of course, we always love talking about planners and all things planning. So I'm really excited to chat with you guys today.
1: Awesome. Well, we so appreciate you kicking off our 2021 squad celebration. Is that what we're going to call it? Yeah, so
0: this would be the 2020 squad, I think, right? And, and yes. Nita is squad mentor, which is rad, which is a super cool addition. Yeah, that was new this year, and I want to talk to her about kind of what that
1: entails and how that's mm-hmm. been and how it differs from, um, you know, being a regular squad member. So um, why don't you, Nita, just introduce yourself to our listeners? If I mean, there's probably no one who doesn't know <laughs> who you are, but you can right. introduce yourself and tell everybody where they can find you.
2: Yeah. So as the ladies have said, I'm Nita, Nita Patterson, the you know, the lady behind Neatly Planned. Um, I keep things simple. So it's neatly planned on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook, um, on all platforms you can find me on Neatly Planned. Um, and yeah, that's just me. I just kind of share, you know, in the beginning, I think when I started planning, it was, you know, all about like the decorative elements and just life. My life has changed drastically since I started planning, and so it's more like using my planner and um, for productivity and getting all the things done, but still making it cute so oh
1: yeah, yeah, and you definitely do make it cute your your planner is just goals every time I see it, so I know <laughs> I agree. Um, so, and then tell everybody a little bit about like who you are, like your personal, not like get too personal, but you know, just, <laughs> you know, you want like, <laughs> yeah, unless you want to, you can get as personal as you want, but just, you know, where you can tell us a little bit about your home life and kind of what you do and stuff like that too. Just personal stuff besides planning.
2: Yeah. So... I, I wear many hats like most people in the community. Um, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a sister, you know, I do all the things, you know, I know people say that, but like, I really do them. Um, for the last four years, I've worked in organ donation. So high stress, but high reward. Um, you know, you get to play a small piece in life-saving work. And so um, I'm very motivated about the work that I do outside of like planning. And then I'm um, on the other creative spectrum, I'm the design assistant for a project. Project Runway All-Star, Kato Mamalu. So, um, you know, due to COVID, we're not creating any collections yet. Normally, we would be, you know, gearing up for like New York Fashion Week and things like that. But um, yeah, I spend hours and hours (laughs) hand-beating and making embellishments that get to be, you know, worn on the runway. And so that's kind of like my creative outside thing that I do outside of like planning and just, you know, the rest. Like everybody else, like do it yourself. You know, we're. I feel like many crafters and planner girls are just. We see things that we like, but I'm very. I always say my motto is like, I want the most of the best for the least. Um, and so that's kind of where some of my craftiness comes into because I see things that I like, but I'm just like, I just don't want to pay a ridiculous amount of money. I, my, my response to my husband always laughs because my, I always say, I was like, I can do that. I can do that for less. Um, and so. <laughs> That's where some of like the resourcefulness comes in with being a crafter. It's like, you know, I, we always feel like we can do it with the right with the right glue. We can make it happen. And so, <laughs> um, some of my like big task I took on doing kind of like um I did my first like event planning just because I was just I got I got a quote and it was just ridiculous and I did all the decor I did floral arrangements had never done floral arrangements but I was just like I can do it (laughs) um thanks to YouTube they will make you believe you can do anything
1: (laughs) oh yes that is so true and um it's it's interesting that you say that because I have just recently kind of had a big life change and I'm not um working anymore Caitlin laughs and says I'm retired but (laughs) I don't really know. She's retired. I, 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 I feel like I'm living that Stephanie Fleming life, you know, where I just want to like cook and plant things and just, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, but I keep seeing these videos on Facebook of like DIY stuff. So today I saw this one of this girl who took a pool noodle and turned it into like a houseplant thing. Whoa. I know. Like she like wound it up this little thing and curled it all up and then she glued all this like moss to it and then she put LED lights on it and it looked so cute. <laughs> And I was like, gosh, that would cost about $5 and would look so cute, you know? And I just started mm-hmm. thinking, you know, what if now that I'm, you know, semi-retired, if I start crafting <laughs> doing all these crazy things? Um, but you're right. I was looking at that, and it looks like, a, you know, one of those things that you could buy at a store that would be expensive, but – you know, crafters look at things and think, "Huh, I could do that for cheap." Yeah, we're um, like breaking
2: it down. They're right. like, "Okay, that's some rhinestones. That's a little hot glue. That's, you know, because it, basically in our mind, we're deconstructing it." Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, that costs them, you know, maybe fifteen dollars in materials, but they're charging hundreds of dollars. It's like no way. Yeah, right. I'd I
0: love it. Comes to our planner carts, then. <laughs> then that's where we're going to spend all that extra money. We save. That's oh, where we're going
1: gonna... to <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, planning is different. It's
2: different. Planning is different. Yeah.
1: Um, so COVID we have to start with COVID because that's kind of where we always start. Cause that's like everybody's, you know, that's kind of what's going on in everybody's life right now. Yeah. Um, so for you a year ago, when all of this went down and the, you know, the world shut down and everything, how did your life change and how is it,
2: how is it different now since we've been in COVID time? Yeah, so I'm essentially an essential worker. So it never stopped for me, unfortunately. Um, but what happened was my daughter was in the daycare, in daycare at the time and still is. Um, and she went to one of our local hospitals daycare. But at the time, you know, COVID was new and there was no measures really set up in my mind to keep them safe. Um, And so, you know, because, again, you have basically all the parents that work at the hospital and all of their kids go to the daycare. And so I was just like, this is like COVID breeding ground. And so, you know, because basically parents are coming from with their scrubs on to pick up their kids. And I just didn't feel good about it. And so my husband and his job, um, they decided that they would work remotely. And so we decided until they had things set up in place um to really protect our daughter and the rest of the children that we were going to keep her home and yeah. so we kept her home really the first 3 months Um, which was extremely hard because we both, like, our jobs didn't stop, Um, and so just trying to juggle that, thank God, um, one of our um, college students from our church lived around the corner, and, you know, we basically quarantined her with us, Um, and she basically was able to come over during the day so my husband and I could work, um, and also we could keep her safe, and so that was a huge adjustment for us because we were still, we had to, continue to pay for daycare and we were paying for a nanny. <laughs> so, Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, And so, um, but thankfully, you know, my husband and I both were still fully employed, you know, many people lost their job. And so, you know, it's just kind of that mindset, just, you know, in all things, give thanks, be thankful that we had the resources to be able to do that. We were able to keep her safe, keep us safe. Um, it was kind of doing the Um, what we call a kind of the garage dance. When I was coming home, you know, kind of stripping in the garage, taking everything off because I was still going to the hospital, going straight to the shower. You know, you want to hug your baby, you want to kiss on them, but you want to be safe. Um, And just how things drastically changed as COVID continued to progress. You know, when it first started, it was just kind of, Um, You know, there were no mask mandates. There were none of these things. Even within the hospital, there was no real protocol. And so um, even at that point, you know, they weren't giving out PPE. And so thank goodness my job um, provided PPE for us. Um, But, you know, it was really at that time like nurses and, you know, they were being rationed at um, the supplies for themselves. And so it was really tough. And just to see it going from, you know, one or two cases, I remember I was at my planner, I was tracking the cases in my planner when it first started. And that's so weird looking back. Um, But in my um, sidebar, I was tracking the cases. And it went, you know, I think at the time, I think when we got our first case, I documented, of course, it was unofficial memory planning. Um, And I was just watching it and kind of going back now looking at that, it was just like, okay, really, it was low at first, you know, but it, to us, it was rapidly revving up. And so um, it just it it was hard at that time. My husband and I last year was our 10 year wedding anniversary. And, you know, we had all of these big events playing, you know, him and I were going to take this really nice just him and I vacation and. Um, basically all of our plans, we had to cancel, you know, I was planning like many other people to go to go wild and all these things. I am a, um, I work hard. I work extremely hard. And so um, for me, I have markers where I know I will get to unwind. I can continue to work hard and press because I know at the end of the day, I have something I'm looking forward to. Um, And so it was really, it was hard when basically everything just, stopped. Um, And in the middle of that was trying to plan my daughter's first birthday and just all of those things. And, you know, you want to celebrate, but you want to be safe. And, um, you know, it was hard. You want to see my daughter shares her birthday with my grandmother. And so I'm actually um, had my daughter on my grandmother's 80th birthday. And so just wanting them to be able to be together and her see her and just I couldn't because she's high risk. And so it was just all of those things. Like, I have a really close relationship with my grandmother. And so just not being able to see her, to keep her safe, that was tough. Um, thank goodness for, you know, FaceTime and all of those, the technology. Um, but even then, it was it was still hard. It was still hard not being able to visit family and family wanting to come and visit you, but wanting to keep them safe, too. Um, yeah, I started a garden thanks to um, Siobhan, this well-planned life that really kept me sane like it gave me something to do it gave me fresh air and activity um because again there was very little that I could control um but the garden like that was just kind of my little escape it was like my little place of peace um our neighborhood is a lot of like young families and a lot of retirees and so literally like my garden I was gifting it literally was (laughs) um doing very well and I was gifting like full bags, like freezer bags of vegetables, like fresh vegetables to our neighbors um, because we just couldn't eat them all. And, you know, they couldn't really go to stores like that because, you know, they had like our um, here in Arkansas, they had like shopping hours for like the elderly. Um, But, you know, it was something I did that just kept me busy, um, in a good way because I was really disappointed and bummed and also just being in the hospital, seeing people die, like just the amount of people that were dying, um, young, old in between, you know, it was tough. Mm. Um, and just to have that, to be able to unwind and just kind of take my mind off of it and then know that, you know, I did everything that I could that day, um, to help the families that I was working with and so then um going out there and just kind of decompress and then come and spend time with my family and be present it was it was a lifesaver like literally like mentally it just it was so helpful and everything that I needed I can't yeah, well,
0: I, I can relate to so <laughs> much of that um it was my That's husband's I was going time year anniversary last year as well and we had you know plans as well to um to take a vacation to a resort and maybe renew our vows and like that kind of stuff and that didn't happen and I'm the same way like I work hard so that I can have a good vacation or like get to some kind of a reward and so when you said that I was like oh my gosh I feel that so much and then we also do a lot of gardening but last year we got two ducks to add to our garden as something to like you know, focus on and like keep us going through the pandemic. And so, you know, I relate to that as well. So we definitely, we definitely tried to make it through the pandemic with those things as well.
1: Yeah. So had you gardened before? Because I know that like, I've talked to Caitlin a lot about her garden, but did had you, did you garden at all before COVID or is yeah. that totally new since COVID?
2: No. And so I did gardening growing up with my grandmother. That was one of the things that her and I shared that I always loved with her. So it was like nostalgic to be able to do it. And it just kind of, even though I couldn't be with her, it was a way to kind of be connected to her. And I would talk, you know, and show her my garden via FaceTime. And, you know, she would give me tips and things like that. But yeah, I had gardened before, but I haven't had a garden probably in like six years. I had a small um, before we bought our home, I had, like, a small, like, planter that I kept on our deck Um, when we had an apartment um, when we first got married, you know, a few years back. But this was my first time, like, actually having, like, raised beds and doing all the things, like, myself. You know, I would tend to my grandmother's garden, but it wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, that is so cool, though, to be able to, like, give away vegetables. I mean, like, yeah. to yeah. have so much that you need to give, you, you know, and... It's just been so, um, as a person who can't, I don't want to say I can't garden. Caitlin would say I can. Anybody
2: can
0: garden. Anybody can Yeah, it's like
2: ratatouille. Anyone can cook. Anyone can garden. Yep.
0: You just have to. There's definitely, I think, a learning curve depending on what you're planting. And some things are easier than others, and some things will grow easier in your climate versus my climate, but... Anybody can garden. You could even have just like a little herb garden inside. You could yeah. totally do it. You don't even have to go yeah. out. <laughs> yes. I've been thinking about like the herb garden thing. That's one of yeah. the things
1: that I haven't. I think maybe I could handle that. Mm-hmm. But when I start thinking about trying to grow tomatoes or cucumbers or oh, tomatoes oh, are so easy. Are they? I feel like that they're yeah. they're finicky or that they might die or I feel like I'll ruin them.
0: I don't think so. (laughs) We have even had like tomatoes that like, because we compost everything. So like the tomato seeds are in the compost and they'll just grow. Like we won't (laughs) even plant them and they just go nuts.
1: (laughs) Wow. Well, I think that's so cool. And I know that, you know, like you said, it's not necessarily a new hobby, but you know, to find something in this kind of time where it just can make you happy and center you and, I don't know if, you, if it relaxes you, but I, I feel like that there's a lot of people that are very relaxed by gardening and yeah. and that kind of thing. So it's a good, um, I think that's really cool. Like I'm, I'm kind of jealous. I wish I had done that with my time instead of sitting on the couch and watching 12 seasons of
0: Name the Show. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> you had some other things. You had some other, <laughs> you know, life changes happening. Well, in I life. know, I,
1: I, but I just mean like, it's so cool to just like have a I would like to have a new hobby. I think that one day I would also like to plant something. I just don't know if I can. I'll probably kill it. I will. Okay, I'll
0: send you an herb garden kit. It's coming your way. Happy birthday to you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Um, So, speaking of spring and planting things, Happy
1: Planner just had, like, a huge new release. And, Nita, I don't know how aware you are of, like, my own personal planner journey, but I have been in Erin Condren for, like, the past year and a half or so. Okay. And – for some reason, with this new Happy Planner spring release, I it was got just like, I think I'm going to come back. Like, I think I'm going to come back home, you know? And, um, yeah, it feels really good because now I've bought up, like, half the spring release. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you love it? What What are you planning to use starting in July? Are you going to start a new planner? Like, what do you love from the spring release?
2: Yeah, so this is one of my favorite probably in like a couple of years. Like mm-hmm. and you know, I've I've been around Happy Planner. I'm like tried and true. Um like I'm just I feel like the collections are elevated. You know, I think as happy planners we're growing and so having like the aesthetic of the planners to kind of I feel like they've kind of like just upped them a little bit, like just the overall themes of them. And I feel like there's still people that love like the brights and the colors and you get that. Um, But it's just a little bit more like sophisticated. And like, for me, my favorite of this um, release is the colorful leopards. Like literally if it's like me and a planner, that's it. Like it is like that funky fashionable, but still like just enough where it's not overkill. Um, And the, pages themselves are fairly neutral but you get those really cute dividers um that's kind of how I was with wild style when that one came out so kind of the meshing of the two kind of the neutralness of wild style with a little bit pops of color because that's me like black and white with those stark color contrasts like that is me that's my aesthetic um and so I I'm in love with that but there's so many like I love the indigo I remember um when that first be happy box came out and it was all the blues, you know, and it's like, people are like more blues, more purples. I remember, um, Julie plans used to love you know, people would send her purple stickers just because you couldn't find those enough of those colors to, if like blue or purple was like your thing, there wasn't enough stickers for that. And so, um, like that indigo collection, it's so, um, it's just, it's vibrant. Um, so I just feel like I love that all the themes kind of have their own vibe. And so, no matter what your style is, there's something for you. I remember at a time it was like everything was florals or everything was um like a it was florals or it was just like the bright rainbows or, you know, we get those few neutral planners, but I feel like this collection, the spring collection is so there's so many options. You have the Disney, you have the Mini and Mickey color block. I mean, it's something for everyone, I feel like in this collection um, w- within this release. Um, but I just think too, even the accessories, I feel like are well thought out. I'm all about like the filler paper. And I feel like, you know, again, they're so reactive to business. Like when customers are saying, hey, we need this. You know, I feel like that very next release, they've made some tweaks to it. You know, people were asking for like the monthly bag, got the monthly, wanted line planners, you got line planners. Like I felt like they are really listening to customers and really um, trying to give a variety of what people are asking for. But of course, we know it's a business, so it needs to sell for them to keep doing it. I'm team big. Um And so every release, I'm like more big planners. And literally, I think this Release, there was a big planner almost for every collection. And so I was like, yes, they're listening. They hear. I'm like, more people every time, like on my YouTube, I'm like, team big, team big, you got to buy big so we can get more big accessories, more big planner options. And so um, I'm really excited about that, just being a big planner user. And there's more accessories this uh, release for the planners themselves, um, but also even like the accessories, more filler paper. Um, you're getting just more options. I feel like, like the dashboards you can use, things are just, um, they fit better for the big, they have accessory packs, um, extension packs for big. Like I know the girls with gold, that hourly extension pack for big. Um, and Mm -hmm. so for me, that makes me happy. (laughs) I can be a little partial. I'm a big planner user. (laughs) Um, well, and it's, I bought a big planner this time too, and
1: I haven't been in a big planner in a while, but I went totally nuts for pressed florals. So she did <laughs> I have like the big press florals and I have two of the classic and I have two of the mini and I'm like gonna redate them and start them now and I'm just rah, you know and um I just I don't know I I like the colorful leopard too and I think that the colors that they chose to go with the black and white were perfect mm-hmm. um because it just I feel like it really does kind of say like fr- spring and fresh and I I just it's beautiful I bought the guided journal that goes with that one and um I think a couple other little things and um and Caitlin didn't you use colorful leopard this week in your
0: dashboard I did I used the colorful leopard stickers and I put some bunnies with it just to (laughs) to give it a little stir um but from this release my favorite was that dashboard seasonal planner like that just knocked me over (laughs) that was if that was me in a planner just like you were saying yeah me in a planner (laughs) Is yeah. that the one that has
1: the disc on the front that says L'Amour? or whatever? Yeah, like
0: the it has the pink cover with a little red heart disc that looks like a mm-hmm. bubble. Yes, so pretty. Yeah. Okay, I have that one too. I'll admit yeah. it. I, I bought that planner too, and I don't know what I'm going to use it for yet. So. And that Joanne's <laughs> exclusive that was the Stephanie's favorite that is now a dashboard. Oh, love it so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, they knocked all about it dashboard. out the park. They really yeah. did.
2: They really knocked it out the park. And again, I think it's. If you've been around for a while, it's kind of like, you know what your aesthetic is. And so it's like, you're like, okay, you know, maybe it's a sticker book. And you're like, oh, I wish this was a planner. And I feel like, you know, having like the full collections where you're getting not just a planner, but you're getting the stickers and accessories that really feel like the planner. I feel like that's something people have really been like, we want more to go with the planners. And so um, the way that they rolled this out, I, I thought they did a great job. I think. Yeah. So. And they
1: you're right about having more stuff for the big. I'm on the website right now and I'm just like, can't believe how many. Um, and then there's accessories that came out for the big that I was kind of like, oh, I wish that was in classic size. And then yep. I thought, well, all the girls that you, you get everything planner, in class. I know I had that same thought went through my mind. I was like, we get everything in classic. Let's let the big i was going to say, let's let the big girls have some stuff. Yeah. Let, let's,
2: <laughs> let the big planners get a little love. It won't hurt. It's
1: just one. Really. I know.
2: Um,
1: So do you ever use anything besides happy planner? Do you ever have, do you ever use any kind of
2: planner products besides that? Or is everything happy planner? So pretty much. And again, you guys have to remember I've been with happy planner for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So as you can see, I have have a large amount of happy planner products. Um, There are some um, like tool inserts that I use sometimes for work. Um, But really outside of that, no, I just really pretty much use all Happy Planner. And that's mostly solely because um, I have a lot of it. Um, I used maybe two years ago, I used the Cultivate What Matters power sheets. Mm -hmm. I'm really thinking about going back to those because when it really um, pertained to goal setting, those were really helpful for me and really digging into maybe why you didn't hit the goal. Um, it really makes you deep dive into that. And so, um, that's one that I really love specifically for goal setting. It was at a time in my life where I was really like evaluating where I wanted to go career wise and things I wanted to do. And it really helped me to get to the, the whys, the, the in depth, um, of things that I wanted to do. And so, um, that's one that I've used that I really, I loved and I thought it helped me to do what I was trying to achieve. So,
1: yeah, I need to look at that planner a little bit closer yeah. because i uh, it's one of those things that I, I've i seen a lot of
0: people on Instagram um, talk about that planner and use that planner. Is, does Lakin use that planner, Caitlin? I think I know that Cindy from Llama Letters has used it and or is using it right now. I'm not sure if Lakin does or not. I couldn't speak okay. to that.
1: All right. I just, and when it comes to goal setting, I have so many planners that have sheets in them that are about mm-hmm. goal setting. But I feel like that that Cultivate What Matters is, is a little different. I don't like that, right. that, that power. I've heard that really good things. Yeah, it's mm-hmm.
2: excellent. I mean, it's a really breakdown. It may, you know, if you had a goal, you know, if you set a goal for that month, it literally breaks it down where you basically have homework every week working towards that goal. And then if you didn't hit it, you have to answer why. What kept you? What, mm-hmm. you know, what distracted you? I mean, it's really in-depth. I like um, that accountability piece. Yeah, it's not like a... I mean, you would basically waste your money if you don't plan on doing the work. It's one right. of those, like you buy with the intent to push yourself out of your comfort zone to really get to the heart of what's stopping you, whether it be fear, finances, resources, whatever. Um, but you buy with the intent to do the work. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. that's, yeah. See, that's, that's also, I seem to buy with the intent to
0: buy um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that—that that planning and then buying craft supplies are two different yeah. hobbies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So,
1: yeah, I, I, I want to look at that because I have a lot of little different things in my planner that are about like you know filling out your goals and um and I do sometimes take the time to fill that stuff out, but I like the idea of accountability, like built in, you know, and, and homework think, for the week.
2: I think for me too, I'm one of those um certain aspects. I want to keep private. And so that was one that was just solely about doing the work. Getting processing that same way that like with my faith planner, I had no intentions, it doesn't have to be pretty, it's going to be scribbled, it's going to be probably some tears on the page, like, but I'm going to do the work. Um, And same way with like my faith planning, like I just don't share it just because it's so personal. And so I think it's okay to have something that you don't necessarily plan to share, but if it's something you want to walk people through the process, that may not be it because it's going to be very personal. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. And that's, I, I have always entertained the idea of having planners that are just for me, that are not really for the Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I remember that I only have a certain amount of hours in a day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's hard for me.
1: <laughs> so the, that idea of, you know, having a planner that is not not for anybody else. And just, it's, that's very attractive to me because right now I feel like that anytime I post anything on Instagram, this is like my real planner. Yeah. Um, so there's, you know, as far as after the pins, I try to, I avoid the, uh, cause you know, there is like privacy issues. Um, and I don't know if either one of you have ever gotten any of this from your families before, but my family, when I first started this, they asked me like, how can you put your plans like, your real plans, like, out on, in, like, out in the public like that. And um, that's been one of the things that I've always, you know, found very curious about our, our community, is that we do just write down what we're going to do for the week, and then just put it on Instagram. <laughs>
0: well, and for me, and, I post it after it's happened. So, like, I'll post my before the pen, and then after the pen. So, it's not like there's, for me, I don't, I feel safer doing that. So, there couldn't be anybody like showing up where I'm at at that specific time. <laughs> if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but, I
1: mean, you know, when you think about it, though, isn't it kind of strange what we do? Like, it's true. really think about it. You
2: know, yeah. I think if you yeah. think about it too long, it would make you like, okay, <laughs> this is a little. But I think for me, especially with the work that I do, you know, it's HIPAA sensitive, and so. Um, I've just trained my brain. Um, like when I'm doing certain aspects of my job, I do them on filler paper and I tear them out. And so people look at my planner and they're like, oh God, it's jam packed. But I'm like, oh honey, there's probably like four pages of stuff you guys don't even get to see because I, <laughs> like, I just don't any patient information, any of that stuff. I don't write it down actually in my planner. Like I write it on paper that I can, cause I have to shred it. And so yeah. I've just trained myself. Um, but I think certain people, you know, depending on what it is, whether it's like birthday celebrations or things like that, I think it could be people may feel uncomfortable posting it. But I think for us, it's just our we're just used to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um. So right now, what is your actual like planner lineup right now? Um. And is it going to change in July with the new planners or I mean, like how many books are you using or, you know, just in general in your life? Because people love to hear. Oh, yes. I have eight books going.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so yeah. I don't. I no. I have I have the big three. This is us. I have the big three. So I have a big vertical that I use for work. I have a dashboard layout big. That's kind of like my battleground planner that I use for work, shopping, home, all of social media. Everything goes into a big dashboard. And then I basically I call it a faith planner, but it's really not. It is Filler paper um, that I use for faith planning. Basically, I just journal and do like my Bible studies in this classic. Um oh, somebody's getting a phone call. <laughs> oh I'm so sorry. No, I I did okay. everything. Um, and so, yeah, and so that's basically what I'm using the big three. I Ordered a classic. I have not used the classic like as a actual planner in probably three years. I ordered a classic, even though I was sent multiple classics. I ordered a particular um, dashboard classic that is a potential. You know, I feel like we were dating planners until the new lineup comes. Mm-hmm, and so we are. I, I I have. I think I'm thinking about like a Franken planning situation um, because I really want to one, I have to track my garden. So I'm doing like a full on garden um, again this year. Um, and just some of the things that I'm planting, I have to be like, keep up with it. Um, and then also my fitness, I'm getting a little bit we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit more into the strength training. And I, that requires nice. me to keep up with the diet. Because um, so, I really want to see like some definition and things like that. So it requires me to track that. Because um, I'm not a big meat eater. So I got to track the protein because Give me all give me all the veg and junk food, but the meat yeah, and that's just me. And so I have to really like track my protein to make sure that I'm like gaining. Yes. And then um for work, I think I will continue to use a vertical. I just I like it. I've trained my brain. It's one of those things I always tell people on like on YouTube, I'm always like, I've just done this for so long with vertical, it's hard to do anything else. It's like I don't have to guess. I don't I can do a layout in 15 minutes because I've trained my brain to just plan that way. And I don't want to. I know that sounds silly, but I don't want to have to retrain myself on how to plan. Like I don't have to think about how to decorate it. I just it's it's just an autopilot at this point. And so I think I will continue to use a vertical for work. Um, and then dashboard is really, really helpful, specifically that left page where it has all like the breakdown, the emails, the buy. Um, it really helps me to stay on task with like our family stuff. And I, yeah, use, basically I use that monthly view, um, to track like my husband's work schedule so that we're not, you know, we, we're parents. So we got to balance who's picking up, who's dropping off. And I basically use my monthly for that. So, um, you carry
1: the, that with you places. Like, does it get yeah. you to work every day in your work bag, your big planner?
2: Yes, I have a big work bag, like, because I have to carry my laptop for work. And so it's not a hassle for me to carry a big. Um, And so for some people, that's an issue like space transporting it. But for me, it's not I have to have my work. For me, I have a work phone, I have a laptop, and I have an iPad that I have for work. And so having a big is not it's not a burden for me. Um, now, okay. depending on what type of job or, you know, what kind of space you have, um, that may be an issue. My work planner, I, my work, my home planner, I keep at home and it basically stays on my desk. I look at it in the morning kind of thing. And I just rip out pages if I'm going to the grocery store, like I'll take my list with me kind of thing. So
1: okay. Um,
2: okay. that's, that's not an issue for me. So yeah, I, I know for some people, the the size of the big is a lot, but get a cute work bag, go to Amazon. Yeah. (laughs) It would fit in the
0: Lily Jade. I'm pretty sure. Oh yes. I know. Well, and it would actually, I think
1: fit in a moose bag. Like if I really wanted to carry a big planner, it would probably fit in a, in, you know, all the handbags that I have. It's just, it seems like, um, it seems like a lot to carry. Um, but that's why I, um, you know, we haven't had at least those of us that have been working from home for the past year, the whole on the go planner idea has kind of, eluded me for the past year because like I want to have an on the go planner, but I don't have anywhere to go really. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's like you want to buy the cute stuff, but then you don't really have any use for it. Um, so I am thinking that the big this year I'll probably try to use it for some memory keeping. That's a um, good idea. yeah, but you are right about the vertical layout. I feel so comfortable when I open up a vertical layout that I know exactly how to decorate it and I can get it done in like five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is just so comfortable for me to just, okay, if I have my stickers in front of me and I have the vertical there, it's easy to decorate. But that dashboard layout is difficult for me. Oh, really? I
2: I, I feel like the dashboard, mainly, I think, too, it's in my mind, I have like sticker placement, you know, kind of you have the like the planner guy, the sticker guy, like in my mind, like there's just certain areas of the dashboard for me, you know, especially when I think of like weekends and things like that, where I've just mentally, I'm like, I'm always going to put a sticker down at the bottom on the left hand side where it's like that focus box. I'm going to put something up top by the month. You know, it's just like literally there's usually in my mind, I have kind of like a triangle. So something at the top, two things at the side and then kind of fill in. I mean, you can layer like with your boxes, but I use boxes like. Mm -hmm. every week you know some people don't use the boxes but like for me like those colorful boxes are also decorative elements for me
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and
2: Caitlin you do a great job with the dashboard I mean you seem (laughs) like a
0: natural like you just know what yeah and the way that I do it first is I put down any like functional boxes and stuff that Mm -hmm. I know I'm gonna need so and I have the sections divided up how I know that I want them functionally So I put all that stuff down first and then I kind of go back and fill in with, you know, (laughs) with the pretty stuff. So that's how my mind thinks about it.
1: Yeah. Well, I have seen some stunning dashboard like spreads from people on the Instagram. I mean, really Um, people do a really good job with it. It kind of scares me. I feel like when I look at my dashboard planner that I could really get a lot of use out of that layout. If I would just keep it for me and not decorate it for the gram, you know, like if I just really like, really dove into that layout that it could really work for me but I feel like I
0: wanted to have decorations on it so it's like Uh
1: I know that's
0: like what we all want right like even if it's just for us we are motivated by how pretty our planners look like at least for me maybe I'm speaking out of turn for everybody but yep I'm working on
2: my (laughs) pre-planning list and I had to add stickers (laughs) yes
0: yes and it's
1: just you know I I that layout for me does seem like that it would really work for my life. But I'm just, I, I stayed with the vertical because I know that I can put the stickers on it. And I'm like, you Nita, That I kind of have my like areas in the layout where I know that I'm going to put stickers every time. And I try to kind of switch that up so that every spread doesn't look the same, but I feel like it still does. I really, (laughs) I feel like
2: I have like a, a way about it, you know, just like a, again, I tell people all the time, there's no right or wrong way to plan. If they all look the same and it's variations, if nothing else, you're teaching people how they can place stickers and use up the stickers that they have. Like, I, I've just made up in my mind. I'm just like, I i don't have time. I just don't. I just don't have time to, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, it's like, did I use florals last week? The florals are quick. I can do a spread in 10 minutes or less. Like, let's just, I'm going with it. You know, I just, I can't, I don't have time to overthink it anymore.
0: Yes, oh, uh, yeah. I agree. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Totally. If I can get a plan with me up every week, like then I'm doing good. <laughs> I don't have time to overthink it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's about to be squad application time again, if they're going to do a squad this year. Do you know, are there going to be, uh, do you have as any of right now, I believe
2: there's. Yeah. As of right now, I believe there's still going to be a squad. Well, I just, you know, it's just one of those things
1: that some companies are kind of moving towards, like, the affiliate program. So, we had kind of on the show talked about, like, wonder if they, you know, are going to change how they do things. Um, So, with squad applications coming up, um, you have been with the Happy Planner for a while. And this particular squad this year, um, I feel like that they that they were announced and found out that they were squad members during a very difficult time in our community. Do you remember Mm -hmm. this? Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, how do you feel like, I feel like that they've done a lovely job personally, like just, you know, with the, with the difficulty at the beginning and people kind of being like, maybe this wasn't the right time for some of the, you know, like it was a very, it was a tough time in our community and like Nita, even you, you made a really, really powerful video that I watched and I know Caitlin did. And we, mm-hmm. um, you know, was around the time, beautifully that that done, was, yes, just uh, beautifully done around the time that that stuff was happening. So, um, do you feel like that the happy planner is, I know that, you know, you're, you use happy planner, like all that, that's what you use. You've been with them forever. how how do you feel like that they're doing just in general, just with, you know, all of the stuff that kind of went down last year? Um, Do you, do you feel like that they have made positive changes? Um, Do you think that there's, you know, would you like to see something else from them? Um, Just how are you feeling just kind of with the social climate this past year with the planner community?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it wasn't just the planning community, you know, I think, for many of us, the planning community is like our escape, but you know, we're we're dealing with this, you know, in real life every day. Oh, for sure. Um and yes. I think oh yeah. I think it was hard for some people to separate that. That, you know, they felt it felt heavier to certain people because it was dealing specifically in this place where it's kind of our escape from reality. Um, and I felt like it was heightened because again you know, we, this is, this is our escape. And so we, this, we come to the planning community as kind of like our happy place. Um, and so I think it was really difficult, you know, a difficult situation for those squad members that were coming in. I think they handled it with grace. Um, I think, you know, again, we, you can't control things that are happening to you. You can only control your response. Um, and I think that they did a really great job with that. You know, no one, there's no manual on how to navigate this kind of stuff. Um, whether it be, you know, they're, you know, they're connected to the happy planner, but they don't essentially work for happy planner. Um, and it's different from if you work for, for a company, you know, you have more say or things like that. And so really not being able to control any of that, I think that they did a really great job, um, I've been around for a really long time. Um, And so my experience with Happy Planner, you know, I felt like and I've learned that, too, with myself, that I had a viewpoint that many people didn't necessarily have um, because I had a relationship with Steph. And so I see things that are happening. Maybe um, everyone can't see it up front, what's happening behind the scenes. Um, You know, i was able to see the wrong, wrong um, collaboration before that ever was released. And so in my mind, I saw that there were attempts being made to make progress and to be inclusive. Um, but I always think, you know, there's there's always room to grow. And I think it's always, I think I said that before, it's like, well, how do you measure that? How do you measure what's enough? Because even though I, as an African-American woman, um, you know, I may feel like you know I want more of this or more of that, but the same way that I'm saying it, it may be another group that feels like, "Well, hey, you have something, we have nothing, and I think I'm learning to be more mindful of that as well. um I think that there are there's always room for growth and change, and I feel like based on kind of some of the things that happen, I feel like happy planner. Um, did make some strides to rectify that and make change and hear what people were having to say about that. You know, um, they did the Black Creator Spotlight. Um, what else? They did the um the collaboration with the Black artists for the covers. Oh, um, I have
1: those covers. <laughs> mm,
2: oh my God, I me like, too. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I love full of face. Like I had um I hadn't heard of her before, and so always an opportunity to learn more and um get to know some other artists and creatives i'm i'm always excited about that but i you know for me i even took a step back you know even after that and just realized for me um that even though my experience was one that was great and i had this um front view of things that were happening you know behind the scenes and conversations that were being had everyone doesn't get that. And so, you know, yeah. for me as a growth opportunity, I had to realize anyone that's spending money deserves, they feel like they deserve for their voice to be heard. And rightfully so, you know, if I'm a consumer um, and maybe I don't, you know, I'm a person who doesn't have a personal relationship with Steph. I want to feel like I'm being heard. I want to feel like my money matters. Um, and so, you know, even for me, I had to take a step back and be like, uh, Nita, you know, Yeah. You feel very strongly, but it doesn't um, disqualify how others are feeling. And I think for me, I love hard. I go hard for the people, um, you know, that I'm connected to and feel strongly with. You know, Steph being my friend. Also, these new squad members who, you know, I've been in their situation before. And it's it's tough, whether not just being a happy planner, but being in a place where people want to judge, whether it's a job or anything that you've received that someone wants to determine whether or not you're qualified for or uh-huh. did you earn it or do you deserve it. Um, That's tough. Um, and I know for me, I have thicker skin than most. Um, my mom used to tell us, my grandmother, I'm used to say, you know, when you get up in the morning, you leave your feelings under the pillows. That way no one can hurt them. Um, and I'm able to separate, I'm able to separate who Nita Patterson is and who people perceive neatly planned as. Um, and I'm very self-aware and I think for me, that just taught me like, Hey Nita, You can feel strongly and you can voice how you feel, but it doesn't mean that other people can't voice how they feel as well. And I've just learned sometimes you agree to disagree. Um, But for me, it's always coming from a place of love. Like I'm not trying to harm anyone and I just don't like for people to be bullied. I never have. I'm little. I'm pint size, Um, (laughs) but I will go to bat for those that I love. And um, my mom always say, you know, at the end of the day, all you have is your name. And I felt really strongly because I know how hard those squad members had worked to get that opportunity. And for some people, they're like, oh, it's squad. It means nothing. Um, But in the grand scheme of things, you know, we never know what people have going on in their individual lives. And that's why I'm always mindful. And I try to be very careful, um, even though it's social media, you know, it's like you don't know if someone's having a bad day or, you know, what this opportunity, how this could um, really affect their confidence or, Just, you know, again, I think it's just self-worth. Like, you know, we don't ever know how someone measures something. You know, yeah, we all might have these amazing lives. You know, social media will make you think everyone's living this perfect fantasy. Everyone has their dream job and, you know, everyone's an entrepreneur and everyone. But that's not most people's reality. Some people have jobs that they hate, but they have to work because they have bills to pay. Some people are in really tough you know situations and not knowing, okay, how can I get out of this or feeling stuck in life? And I'm just... I just don't believe in attacking people, you know, and I feel like, again, there's two sides to every story, right? But I just feel, you know, we, I just feel like social media has become a place where people are more, um, I don't know, for a while, I felt like it just became a place where it wasn't a place that I wanted to be a part of. And I felt mm-hmm. like I've taken backs from the community at times. People are like, Nita, where did you go? It's just like, that's not the community that I signed up for. Mm-hmm. Um, when I joined the planner community, I felt like i found my people. I felt like I found my tribe, like, um, and it sounds like, I feel like people say that and it sounds so cliche, but really for me, like I was a creative, I felt like, um, outside of the fashion world, which was very different from crafting to me, um, I felt like it was people who understood my love for stickers and papers and wanting to spend time with it and not being judged like, oh, you're an adult. You play with stickers. Right. And so finding <laughs> people that I felt like got that and had that same love was huge for me. And so as the community start changing. I just didn't, I didn't like the change. I didn't like this bully or mean girls mentality. Um, And not just mean girls, mean girls, guys, you know, the community is more diverse than it was years ago when I joined, right? Mm-hmm. And so just for me, I, uh it just, it was very heavy on my heart. And I know that sounds like silly for some people, but I just felt like these people have worked really hard for this opportunity. Yes, the timing, again, when there's never an ideal time, and I and I think I was having conversations, you know, again, we're having lots of offline conversations, right, during this time, mm-hmm. but I felt like for me, um, there were some things that were going on that didn't just happen to this squad. There were some things that were going on that was happening to other people, um, and not necessarily just a, a a black or a white thing. It was just stuff that was happening, you know, every squad, you know, every time there was a new squad, it was, it was becoming this, they didn't deserve to make it or why were they picked? And I was just like, but if it was you, would you feel that way? Mm -hmm. You would want someone to be happy and celebrate you, you know, it's like, uh, and literally I, it just, the community was changing and it didn't, it, again, race was at the top of it, but there were so many other things, underlying things that I felt like, kind of came to a head that Mm -hmm. made that that much more because I think even if we took the race stuff out of it all the stuff that was going on people still would have had something to say about those that were chosen right Mm -hmm. and I think that that people don't want to admit to you know again they're I don't think that the timing of it, again, at that point, once that had happened, I don't think that there would have been a perfect time to announce the squad. What's what's long enough? What's you know, what what, again, what would have been the ideal time? You know, if they posted two weeks later, someone would have had something to say about that. I think many businesses, not just Happy Planner, every little every major company was struggling With how to handle that. Some did it extremely well, others didn't. Again, there's always room for growth. I think this was a learning opportunity for just business, for any Mm -hmm. major business. You know, it's like if you say something, if you say the wrong thing, if you take too long to say the right thing, you know, I think this really made companies really assess their PR and their diversity and their diversity and inclusion and just things like that. Like I think conversations that weren't being had before, even within my job, you know, um, in healthcare, all of those things it forced everyone to have conversations that weren't being had in a corporate setting.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know, everyone I- had like these little departments, and you know, everyone would do like a yearly training but they weren't at the it wasn't at the forefront right and even as a
0: teacher um you know we are expected to you know leave our bias at the door when we go in and um uh, i mean we've gone through some trainings this year that have just been like emotionally exhausting in the best way when I thought that I was ready as an educator to, you know, serve my black and Brown students and every student really who is in, you know, a group that um, is not the majority. Um, but I wasn't, and I've had to really look at some of those biases and, um, and, you know, really work through that. But I feel like, you know, kind of bringing it back to the planner community. I love what you said about um you know, you didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but you're not gonna let people bully each other. Like, I feel like that is the heart of this community. And that, you know, looking at other communities that I've been a part of, like the mom community, or like, I've watched, you know, makeup videos, like they allow that bullying stuff to happen. And I feel like not allowing that to happen in this really um, beautiful community that we have, I think is important to use our platforms in that way. Yeah, I completely agree.
1: I think that, And, you know, just bringing this back to something that is happening right now, you know, with the ivory paper co and just the kind of stuff that's going on right now with people bullying people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we've talked about it more than once on the show lately that people are very brave behind their computers and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the kind of stuff that they, you know, that they say. Um, And, you know, like you said, Nita, obviously, you know, the stuff that was going on in our community was a reaction to the things that you like were happening in the real world. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's so interesting for me to kind of see the way it was happening in our community, because this was a community of people that I was a part of and to see people's pain and to see, you know, the things that people were going through and trying to understand you know, okay, so, you know, this person made a video on this, and maybe I didn't agree with what they had to say, but I, you know, wanted to hear them out, and, um, you know, people were going live, and it was just going crazy, and just everything was, and I just really think that um, not, not standing for bullying is important,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because we, in, you know, this community, like, how we have, because I've watched it, too, over the years, because I didn't get here until, like, 2018, Mm -hmm. And, you know, the time, like right around the time that I got here was the time that um, the first squad was announced. um, And I know, Nita, that you were there. And, um, you know, it was like Heather and Mary Ellen and, you know, all of those people. And I did not apply that year. But for you to say like you know, that people don't think that the squad is a big deal. Like Kayla and I can attest to the fact that it, mm-hmm. it is.
0: We've both applied. And like, We've I can applied. tell you, yes. even, even though we both do other things outside of social media and that we do other things with our social media, like, I feel like you do kind of put some of your worth um, in into your application and it, it matters a lot and it's exciting and, Um, you know, the, having the opportunity to potentially get a squad box every month, like, um, aside from, you know, the amazing connections that you guys get, like, that's like a big deal, you know? So, um, yeah. Like for, if there's people that, you know, want
1: to belittle that, Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that's kind of petty because, you know, when we look at, like you said, that there are people that are, you know, they're on the squad that have worked really hard. And, you know, when you look at the years worth of work that they do on the squad, it's enormous.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I mean, I, it's just I didn't apply last year because I wasn't really heavily into the happy planner. But the year that I did apply, I was like ready. You know, I was like, yes, I can make these mini posts and I could do this. But it makes you nervous to think about, you know, what if I can't, you know, do it right or. What if I, you know, what if, what if I get picked and then I can't fulfill the expectations or it just, yeah, I think it's a big deal. And, you know, for people to, you know, try to take that away from the folks that did make it, I, yeah, I think that that's, that's sad and a little bit petty, especially coming from someone who has applied for
0: the squad and didn't make it and knows how that feels. Well, and even Um, like thinking about other people who have like larger accounts and big followings and stuff that have not gotten picked for the happy planner squad and then seeing them post that they have to take a few days off. Like it really does impact people when they make it or not. So again, I don't think people should be belittling that, you know, I'm with you.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, we all, I feel like, when you start this journey here on Instagram as a planner, babe, um, you know, there's certain like little boxes that you want to tick, like, okay, I applied mm-hmm. for the squad or, okay. You know what I mean? Like all yeah. of these like little things, like the the bucket list of things that you want to do as far as being a member of this community and the squad is definitely a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of advice needed do you have for anybody who is thinking about doing it this year?
2: Yeah. And so I, I feel like, you know, there I feel like there's so many, you know, everyone's done like a YouTube video on, you know, things to do for squad, And I feel like it's, again, like cliche, but like be you. I, when I made squad, literally, I think I had been into Happy Planner like less than six months. I think I had 600 followers <laughs> Um, <that's laughs> back when, you know, you would be excited if Happy Planner regrammed you. Mm-hmm, um, yes. You know, I, again, I just uh, I think more importantly, remember your why, you know, are you again, we we're applying because, again, you want you want the perks. You want the um, the ability to get the merch and all of the things. But your why? Like, do you love the product? Do you use it? Um, for me, I, when I apply, it didn't it wouldn't it wasn't going to change whether or not I use the product or why I fell in love with the product. And um, for me I thought it was like a win win. Like that was like my, you know, we talk about like the, the big dreams, like, well what if? What if I apply? I'm the rookie, like, you know, I'm new to planning at that time. My I felt like my planning style looked like no one else's. Like at that time I was like using like the Mambi chips and the three D, like Mambi, um, what were they called? Like like yeah. the scrapbook. Oh, oh, yeah. I was ye- using, like, yes, I know what you're talking about. Um, and so, you know, I was just like, eh, I don't think it fits. But again, I'm going to stay true to who I am. Um, I always say no one can beat me at being me. And so that's my biggest advice. Like, don't do it about, you know, wanting to gain followers or, you know, start a YouTube or do any of those things. Just do it because you genuinely love the brand. Um, do it because you've you're excited about showing someone how to use the planner for their life. Like, I feel like happy planner is really moving into that. You know, of course they're Mm -hmm. about the decorative, but really how do you use it? Um, I would tell, you know, girls that would inbox me or guys that would inbox me interested in squad. And what I would tell them that I loved about their page are like, Oh, I wouldn't even think to submit that. You know, it was one girl that I loved her fitness stuff. And she was like, I'm going to submit these before the pins. I was like, but you do fitness so well like you know and i think it's those things those aspects of if you are you know a stay at home mom like showing how you use your schedule how you use your planner to navigate your busy life and how do you keep up with all the things or how do you budget for grocery shopping like i think that's really the where they're moving towards is like how do you use your planner um and how do you make it you you know of course it's about the decorative of course that's that's products that they sell, but it's really about the life of the planner. Um, And I think that will really help to separate you from other applicants. Like, how are you using your planner? Yes, if you use it creatively only, go for it, share that. But if you use it in a functional way, show that too. Um, I think Many people start off on this journey like they know exactly what they bought the planner for, what they plan to use it for. And then you kind of get in the community and you feel like, oh, I have to plan a certain kind of way or I, my, my spreads have to look like so and so. And you lose yourself in a sense. Um, And I hear people say that a lot of time, like, oh, you know, everyone's stuff looks the same. We'll do something different. You know, but I think, again, when I got on this squad, I don't even think there was a sticker book. It was just like those little five-page books mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah, you know, yes. I was a part of like when they rolled out the first three OG sticker books. So really, <laughs> we had to create our themes and spreads and use Washi to really pull it together. Now it's really easy. That's why everything looks similar because they do all the work for you. You pretty much just lay in stickers. Now, if you want to go out of the box and do something, you can but, you know, I hear that comment a lot. Well, everyone's stuff look the same. Well, that's just how planning has evolved. You know, they right, have right. these coordinated sticker books and, you know, stickers to match this and the washi to match that. It's that's just the way that planning has evolved. It's not necessarily the planners themselves. It's the products that are available. But, but yeah. there's still
0: some creativity. Like we
2: had Layla.
0: From LB Novelties. Who's drawing in her planner. Like are you kidding me? And we've got Christine from Twinkle Plants Her Day. With her little highlighted boxes. Like I feel like there's still so much creativity. Oh
2: absolutely. I think there's tons. You know Mary Ellen does doodles. There's tons of creativity. But I think when you hear that. People will say everyone's using the same stuff. Right. But it's like. I don't think it's, it looks the same. Cause I think it's even how you layer your stickers. I feel like yeah, people yeah. have their own unique way that they, that they plan. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that it's like, you hear that negative, And so people is like, you know, they feel a certain kind of way. They feel like if their stuff doesn't look a certain kind of way, they don't have a chance. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. But I do so feel like,
0: that. um, yeah, I feel like, You know, you guys are maybe using all the same sticker books at the same time because that's also part of your squad duties. You know, like your job is to promote the product. So I could I could see it from both ways, but I think you all are doing a fantastic job. Well, you know, I have said before on this show, and I probably will again. Um, I kind
1: of like the way the Happy Planner does the squad. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say like, you know, uh, you know, having friends that applied last year and didn't make it and you know, being sad with them and then being happy for the new people that it's just, you know, it's a, it's like a toss up of emotions kind of every mm-hmm. year, whether you apply or not or whatever. Um, but I, I really like the way happy planner does that where they choose these, you know, talented individuals and then give them all the same stuff. And then everybody's stuff I feel like ends up kind of looking like their own style, mm-hmm. I you agree. know? Yes. That even though, you know, this one person is, you know, going to use the same sticker book as this other person, that they both still come out looking different. And for me, it's like Happy Planner manages to put together a really eclectic group of people and then they all still have that same like aesthetic, you know, like the the mm-hmm. social media still like the Happy Planner's social media still looks very uniform and very put together even though you do have all these perspectives from different people. So I I don't know. I think it works. I really do. Um, I don't love the way things get kind of catty and hateful around squad time because Mm -hmm. I think that just makes for, you know, we're not supposed to be, I I don't want to be in competition with other people. And um, that's just, I have always had a really hard time with competition in general. Just I'm just not, maybe I'm just not ruthless enough or (laughs) scrappy enough or whatever. (laughs) No, um, you're you're the chill. <laughs> you know, I just I feel like, well, um, I just I don't really like to see people upset with each other or upset about you know, I don't I it's sad when people are disappointed. But it's impossible every year for the happy planner to pick and they can't pick everybody. No, they so can't so there's always gonna be some disappointment. Um, but I think that like you said, Nita, that it's how you react to things that is what's important and um you know, not making the squad and then turning around and like bad mouthing the happy planner and how you know and the people that did make the
0: squad. Right, or that like is, burning your planner. Like no, yes, like can like we just that not for do me,
1: that? That for me is very childish. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: And I just. Yeah. I feel like that we see that a little bit every year around squad time.
0: (laughs) The way that I see it is like you would not do that if you applied for a job and you were not selected as a candidate for that job. Like you would be like, oh, okay. well, either like how can I grow from this? How can I do better in my next interview? Like what can I what can I take from this to grow? Like you wouldn't throw necessarily like a social media tantrum. So that's how I look at it.
2: I think, too, I, I think and maybe that's just me. I look at Neatly Planned very much. It has grown into that. You know, I, I don't I don't ever use the term influencer or anything like that. But I think I look at Neatly Planned as like a business, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, people give me products in exchange. They expect one that I'm going to be engaged. I'm going to share the product that they're going to get in return. They're going to get quality photos that they can use for social media, Um, and then too, that you're a brand representative, right? So just like with a job, like I'm not gonna get on social media doing crazy things because that is a reflection on my employer, right? We're seeing that all over, people are losing their jobs based on stuff that they say. So I think people sometimes forget that when you're looking or seeking to be a brand ambassador, what that entails, because essentially a company could be held liable for what you decide, even though that you have free will, it's your page, you can post whatever. Also keep in mind that customer, customers, um, brands are also looking at that, what you're posting, what you've posted in the past, same way, like employers, the first thing they do most HR companies. Now they go to your social media. um, And that's because they don't want that liability. And so I think people, especially if you're seeking to be a brand ambassador, start thinking about that, start thinking about, Hey, do I want to give up the freedom to be able to do what I want, say what I want, have opinions about whatever? Because I think there's some give and take. I'm 100% mm-hmm. me. Things that I'm I feel strongly about, I'm going to share those. Um, but also be mindful if you choose to share those, that companies may choose not to work with you. Yeah, yeah. and I think there's and a way I to know.
0: share things and still like maintain like a professional. Yeah, image. absolutely. Yeah, because I, I as, think... as, yeah, as an educator, especially like I am I'm always a representative of my school. I don't know if a student is going to click on my page. I don't know if a student's parent could click on my page. Like that's something I'm always thinking about, whether or not, you know, people agree or disagree that teachers should have lives outside of school. That's a That's another topic for a different time. But I feel like I'm always a representative of my school when I'm out in my community, when I'm on social media, you know, and I think people just really need to. Um, Maybe take a breath before they, you know, express what they're feeling and maybe condense it down to the important points and share what you're feeling. But maybe do it in a, a, you know, a poised, professional, classy way.
2: I think and I I think, too, it's not I I think people need to be able to share, you know, authentically, you Mm -hmm. know, how they feel. But I think, again, it's it's not what you say, it's how you say it, you know. You can share disappointment. We we've all you know, most people have experienced disappointment or being frustrated with something or just outright feeling like, Hey, I deserve this and I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. I think I felt that way when it came to, you know, promotions or things like that. I think we've all had that level of disappointment. Like who's going to be better at me than this job? You know, I think we, you're, you're entitled to have that opinion, but also again, not just happy planner, any, any yeah. brand, not just in crafting, if you work with anyone. Now, if you negotiate something where you can just do whatever, fine, but also know that when you go into partnership, not with happy planner, with any company, they can choose to end that partnership.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: And so yeah. I think, you know, I think not just in the planning community, I think that's, with any, you know, if you're going to be an influencer and things like that, be yourself 100%. I don't work. I don't share anything on my page. I'm not, you know, companies reach out to me all the time. Hey, do you want to, you know, review these headphones or something? I'm like, but that's not me. No, I'm not going to do that because it doesn't fit who I am. And I wouldn't, if it's something that I wouldn't use or I don't necessarily like, I'm not just going to do it to get it. And so I'm very particular about companies that I work with. Like I got to love the product. Like. Before I will be a brand ambassador, or like you hardly rarely see me doing anything like sponsored, like unless I'm already like I did a a partnership with Pilot Pen. Well, it's the only black pen I've used in the last three years. Like yeah, that was a natural <laughs> partnership for me. You know what I mean? Like I'm only doing things that feel natural. So right. I tell anybody like go after companies that you feel like that would be a good working relationship with you and who you are as a person. Like that's just me. And I feel like, too, I know people get bummed, like with happy planner, they're so big, you know, there's only so many spots that they can do what 2023, 20, I think the year, I think one year we did 23, I think it's the biggest squad that I've seen. So mm-hmm. plus the mentor. So that puts it at like, 27 or something like that. Um, yeah. I think you, you know, I, I know people get disappointed. But I feel like too, if happy planner, is the first one that you're trying out for. Maybe start with like some small, smaller shops and try to mm-hmm. do like PR for them to get your feet wet, get some experience. See, again, do you want to be committed to this? Because um, with Happy Planner, you know, it's a year, like maybe mm-hmm. do a six month partnership to see, ooh, that's, do I want to do that? Or can I keep up with that type of content? Um, because things are constantly moving constantly they may say hey we have a release or we're doing a sale like and you may need to make content or dates get moved around and you may but may have to do content so it sounds like oh my god you're getting it's amazing but you also again they're expecting stuff in, in exchange and so um I always say I wish I wish there was like kind of like a um like a brand ambassador class or something like to walk people through kind of like what that entails and what that really looks like Um, because every company gets a little bit different. Um, And i learned for me, it was a time where I was doing like all these multiple partnerships and I was like, yeah, this, this feels like a job, like, and it's not Mm -hmm. fun anymore. Um, And I don't want to ever do something where it takes the fun out of it.
0: Yeah, I like what yeah. you said um, about being a brand ambassador class, because I feel like people do, they see all the front end part, right? Like they mm-hmm. see all the free product and the Disney trip, and like they see the squad hanging out together, which is all great. I'm sure that's really fun, but they don't see the back end work part that you guys are putting in. Mm-hmm. And I think Leanne and I both understand, maybe not the mm-hmm. level that you guys are putting in, but we understand what that work looks like. Um, That's that's hard. It definitely is a give and take for sure, and people should... um should make sure they're willing to do that work.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it is. And I really, when I look at the squad members, since, since I joined this community and I have known of the squad, watching how much content they put out is exhausting for me. Like I, (laughs) like seriously, like they really do. I mean, I know, you know, that they're getting product and all this kind of stuff, but they really do work hard. And, um, You know, this past year when applications came, whether I was in a happy planet or not, Caitlin and I were both like, man, like, it's a lot of work. (laughs) Like, do we really want to apply for something that's going to be this much of a commitment? Um, You have to know that before you get into it, that it's going to be, you know, a time commitment and that the company is counting on you if they're sending you this stuff and they chose you to be one of their ambassadors. Like, yeah, you've got to fulfill your side. And And then on top of that, for me.
0: yeah. And on top of that, some of them have their own stuff going on, like Heather, she's balancing a whole business that she runs on top of squad duties. So, Mm -hmm.
1: yes. And then, you know, we also, uh, we see, you know, we do see Heather and some of the others that have committed to doing this kind of full time. And this is their, Mm -hmm. this is their, you know, social media and creating content and stuff is kind of their job. Um, You know, you can see that there are people on the squad that have, you know, kids and families and outside jobs, you know, like it's, it's not just, they're not like, it's not like they're spending 24 hours a day just creating content for the happy planner. So it's just, it's a lot of work. I feel like it's a, a, you know, it's a big commitment. Um, But you know, applications are probably going to open up, would you say, like, maybe the end of April, like early May. And it's exciting. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I kind of like squad time. Me too. It's exciting. <laughs> I
0: like to kind of watch it. I feel like we're, like, not, not that we have any kind of, like, clout or whatever, but, like, the red carpet announcers where we just get to watch it happen, you know?
2: Like, <laughs> yes, like, exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, think I know. The, I think that's the part that I... I'm I'm on and I'm not as active like I post and I try to engage and then you know I'll get a crazy work week and just for self-care like I have to kind of unplug and so I'm not in the know as far as like okay all this is going on like I'm usually most of the time like I might get a text and they're like Nada, and I was like yep had no idea like I'm over here like when I'm on I'm on and when I'm off like I'm completely unplugged and so um I think that's for me, I think that has been healthy for me, um, and I think that's why I'm still around is just because I've learned to separate. Um, like I'm excited, I, you know, if anyone inboxes me, I'm always like willing to share tips. And I've had people like will send me their pictures and ask, you know, me to critique them. Not that I'm an expert, you know, I can just give you, you know, my my opinion. Um, but I feel like for me, I, I've always tried to show myself friendly. Um, because I remember when I, like you said, Caitlin, like when I started out, like when mom run craft, when April followed me, I was like, what, what, like this, oh, she me is the happy planner queen. Like, yeah. and yeah. not just, I mean, April literally is just the planning queen. Like mm-hmm. I love her planner. I was like, can I just send you my planner and you just yes. plan it out for the year? Yes. Like <laughs> she is like, she is my planner crush, like has always been my planner crush um and amanda zampanelli was like my memory planning crush those yes. two like hands down um i thought were amazing and so when those two follow me you know i know it matters to some people and so you know again i just i just think i i really want the community and i think we're headed that way just getting back into um kind of like that that family sisterhood of just Celebrating one another and celebrating what each person does well, Um, and I think that that was fun. Like to see everyone had their own. Remember, there used to be like the Fun Corner Fridays, and you know all these, oh, you yeah. know, and days. And it, I I love that. Like I love that it was just everyone sharing their little bit, and I felt like it was room for everyone then. Um, oh, and I think it's yeah. still growing, but I think it for me, that was a time where I just absolutely loved the community. I felt like it was just everyone celebrating one another. And, you know, I felt like that was when, you know, everybody would come in and we were just, it was just like a sisterhood. It felt like, like a, like an aim, a AOL chat or something like that. Like, you <laughs> yes. connect, like I made some of those friendships that I made, And those first really year, two years in the planning community, I'm still really good friends with most of those people that I really connected with um, outside of planner land. And I'm really thankful for those friendships. And I hope everyone can, you know, find them a planner bestie or just like a group of people where they can connect and just share that love. And I think, Even if you don't make the squat, you can create a squat. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And I try to like one of my goals is to comment on like 50 posts a day. Part of that is Instagram strategy. But another part of that is because I know it feels really good when people comment on my stuff. And I just want to give that love, especially if I see a photo that I pass by in a hashtag and there's no comment and it's been up for a couple of days. I just want to give that some love. So I want to get back to all of that, too. I just want our community to feel like a big hug again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it really did used to, like when I first came in, it really did. And, you know, I understand that, you know, people want, you know, that there's like a certain amount of, I guess, what do you call it? Clout that comes with being like a happy planner squad member. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can see why, you know, if you're part of the community that you might want that. Um, But at the end of the day, I feel like that we, like you said, Nita, like we felt, I really did feel like that we were sisters. Like there was a sisterhood about it. Um, and you know, not necessarily that we're all girls, but you know, that we no, just, yeah. It, was,
2: yeah. Yeah, it was but, community. But, you know, it felt yeah, family. Community. Yeah. family like, it was, yes. Yeah. Family. Like for me, it felt very much at the time that when I was in college, I was a poli sci major. I was a political science major. And somehow my dorm, I ended up on the art floor. They assigned me to an art floor dormitory. Nice. (laughs) Literally, it changed my life. I fell in love with musical theater. And I was in this really high-stress major. And I got to be surrounded with creatives every day. I lived with them. And so any given moment, you could go in the hall and someone was doing a self-portrait or you could go in the lounge and someone was having a jam session. And it really sparked my really interest in, in seeing other creative in their element and I felt like that's what the planner community was it reminded me of that like seeing what each person did well you know I love jazz up the plans jazz with the plans because she Mm -hmm. does like the creative journaling and I love Juanita does like these bullet journaling spreads and everyone has their thing Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's room for everyone and a, a room to celebrate what each person does um and I know that, you know, in this naive, you know, in, in Wonderland, you know, I want everyone to feel like they belong.
0: Well, and I feel like if we keep that Wonderland mentality, like maybe we can like dream that into existence, like, you know, wish it into <laughs> yes. existence, manifest yes. it, that's what they're calling it yeah. these days. Put
1: it put it into the universe. Yeah. And when we, so last week, well, Thursday, I guess it was, um, we were guests on Planners and Wine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and um, that was so fun, and yeah. I feel like, um, you know, that, like, they have, like, Planners and Wine, like, I feel like that they have, uh, they have their following, and we have our following, and then, of course, there's, like, some overlap, mm-hmm. um, but I just, I think that looking at the talent in our community, And the way that people give of their talent in this community, whether it be YouTube videos, just posting spreads every day or podcasting or whatever, it's just, it's such a beautiful way for all of us to come together as creatives. And I went to a performing arts high school and was very, very involved in the arts when I was in high school. And then something happened to me along the way when I went to school to be an educator, I became like cynical or something. It's like when I was around art, it wasn't that I didn't appreciate it or that I didn't feel like that those people it was almost like the work that I put in to get my English major, I was kind of like, you know, "Ah, I just don't have the time in my life right now to really focus on anything creative or art artistic, you know? Mm -hmm. And finding the planner world brought back beauty and creativity into my life. Mm -hmm. And it made me realize That, you know, there are people that have spent their entire lives on their art. And I can totally see how, you know, Nita, like you said, being in that dorm, how inspirational that is. People that, you know, said, this is what I love and this is what I'm good at. And I'm going to devote my life to doing it. Because for a long time, I felt like, you know, that was, and don't come for me, I was almost like that was frivolous. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like that spending all of your time on that kind of stuff. But now it's like, I totally understand what was missing from my life when I was like mm-hmm. shutting out art. And I don't know what happened to me, but it was almost like I had a reawakening when I came into the planner world that I can be artistic and make things that are beautiful. And it still functions for my life. You know, it's just like this exactly. great combination of things. And I've been able to like really appreciate other people's art. Right. And, looking back on the years of my life where I was not as open to creativity and things like that, I really missed out, you know, like I was really missing Mm -hmm. out on a side of myself that I had lost. And I feel like that we in the community do let people kind of be themselves and be in
0: your planner the way you want to. And, you know, except for one thing, except for one thing, I keep Uh hearing people say, where are your plans? And that kind of drives me bonkers. Like, if you want to use your planner functionally, rock on. If you want to decorate around your plans, that's great. If you also want to cover up your planner pages with stickers and not ever write on it, that's also fine. <laughs> you know, I feel like people need to, like, just let people be. Just let them be. If they want to use their stickers and they're happy with it, just just let it be.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, I... you know, I think I'm a big believer in just, like, if you didn't buy it, don't have anything to say about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm not asking you to buy it, it doesn't matter what I do with it. If I just want to collect it and hoard it, it's yeah. my main. um People would say that like, it's pretty, but you know, do you plan? Do you actually plan things? And I was like, well, believe it or not, she's really busy. Um, like, I have tons of things going on. But at that time, I just I didn't write in my planner because uh, m- one, at that time, I hadn't trained myself not to write down things that I couldn't share. That yeah. really was the big thing. Like, I would get busy writing and then I couldn't share it. You know, they now people, you know, white out stuff and all of that or like, you know, they can like blur it. But back mm-hmm. then they weren't doing that. And so that was my struggle. I like I was like, well, I wrote in it now I can't share it. Um, but again, I think at the end of the day, just like if you like it, like it, if you don't keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of like, going back to like toddlers, it's like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. Yeah, Um, Because again, there's a refresher on that. (laughs) Well, and I just think again, especially with what's going on, you have people that have been unemployed, have lost loved ones, Mm -hmm. just literally, like some people are just surviving, like, let's just be nice. Like, I know that sounds like, silly to people. But literally, like, for me, for my family, like we've lost many, like I remember there was within 30 days we had lost three family members, mm. like planning was that mm. it wasn't, I, I didn't care about plans. I planned cause I needed my plan for work, but it was just like, literally like, you know, you don't ever know what's going on with people. And so yeah. to just go out of your way, it's you, you literally, you spend time to text that or to write that out. I just, I, I'm just, a, a again, I'm not perfect by any means. But I do strive to treat people well. And I believe in treating people how I want to be treated. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, you know, I think some people too think because, you know, you've been affiliated with the company so long, like that I'm running Happy Planner. I'm not. I'm one person. I use the planner. I've been loyal to the company because I love the products. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've had a positive experience with them. Everyone can't say that, you know. And so I'm, I know that. Um, But I do believe, you know, I always say if Happy Planner is not for you, there's so many products and companies out there to try something new. Um, And I always tell people, you know, people are like I love the stickers and stuff and the planner doesn't work for me. Take the stickers, try them in another planner. Like I always tell people you have to do what works for your schedule and your plans. And if that planner no longer fits the needs for you then it's no longer the planner for you. You have to find what fits your needs. You know, it's customizable. You can do that. But if it's still not working for you, don't be afraid to try something new. Yep,
0: and if yeah. you need inspiration for happy planner stickers and another planner, Spice Plans has got it going on. She has happy planner stickers in that EC planner over there.
2: Yeah, yes, I mean, I like you, you can. Yeah, I feel like there's inspiration. Literally, you could type in just about you know anything, any kind of planner, and get some inspiration. You know, with social media. So I just tell anybody: it's just like use your planner to actually help you to accomplish your goals and the things that you're trying to get done in your day. And if that's just a scratch sheet of paper, it works. (laughs) There have been many days like I will just use the old school big sticky notes. If I can't, I don't have my planner where I can just pop it open and write something. I write it down on a sticky note and I place it on paper until I can write it down in my planner. Like just Mm -hmm. do whatever is going to work for your needs.
1: Um, I totally agree about the stickers. Like I could not agree more because I really do feel like that happy planner does a great job of giving us all of the kinds of stickers that we need to be successful in our planners. But I don't have to use a happy planner to use those stickers. Like I, I really just, and there are, there are people that, you know, will look at someone who has been with a company for a certain amount of time and say, okay, well, You know, you maybe forgive them for things that other people don't because you have a different kind of relationship with them or whatever. And I just, you know, at the end of the day, after everything that has happened in the past year, I just feel like, Caitlin, like you said, just let people be in their planners. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just let people do what they need to do for their own lives, because we are kind of all in survival mode at this Mm -hmm. point. And, um, you know... you don't have to love every single thing that every single person on Instagram does in this community, but, you know, continue to scroll. If you see something that you don't like, there's no reason to be nasty. All
0: their stickers in their planner and don't worry about what they're doing. Just, just, yeah,
1: just, and you know, we're here. I feel like that one of the reasons why I follow so many accounts on Instagram is because I want that inspiration. Mm -hmm. It's never crossed my mind to like, say something nasty to somebody about their planner like that (laughs) never crossed like it never crossed my mind
0: or to make a whole like video or a live stream like that is something that I've seen happen and also you know around the community like just talking about how people plan in their planners like just come on come on guys there have
1: been live streams that get nasty they do yeah
2: yeah, I guess for me, I, I just don't, I don't have the time, nor would I, I wouldn't, I just, that's just not who I am. You know, I think too, I think we, yeah, I think it's just, I think it's just different priorities. I think yeah. people, you know, again, for some people, social media is their job and things like that. It's not for me. And so, um I don't have to be in the know. I don't have to comment. You know, I remember it used to be a thing people would like review new products, like, you know, did the punch work, Did you know? And I was like, well, like, you know, I, I, for me, that just wasn't me. If it didn't work, I returned it and exchanged it and tried another one. If that didn't work, I got something else. It would just, I've never been that person. Um, and so, you know, again, I, I just feel like everyone's different. And again, if you spend your money on something, you have a right to, if you don't like the quality to return it or exchange it or reach out. Um, but if it continues to be just I would just say for me, I would just switch and do something different. Or if I didn't like, you know, what I felt like a company stood for, you know, I I would just be done with it and, you know, do something differently. Um, but I do know people feel strongly and they, you know, want to be heard. And that's that's their right to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I, I also can
1: continue to just scroll I can continue to scroll past the hate the same way I can the love. You know what I mean? I can look, I can, I can scroll past the hate and choose not to comment on that too. Um, You know, because one of the things that we talked about last week with Megan Myra on planners and wine was the stuff that happened on EC when they put up that post about stop Asian hate Mm -hmm. and how it had not occurred to me to look at those comments. I did not realize that there were going to be people that were nasty under a post like that. Um, you know, but then, you know, Meg and Myra were saying like, well, we looked at the comments and people were being really awful. And, you know, it's just one of those things where people just take the, people really do, like you said, priorities, like people are going to take the time if they feel like they need to say something and they feel brave behind their keyboards, you know, and mm-hmm. they'll say something that is you know, not a pro
2: I don't know. Just people are. Well, I just think too, it's one thing, you know, with all of this stuff that happened um, last year, I think my mom always say, you don't, don't look at what people say, look at their actions. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me, people will say, you know, you're still associated with happy planner. And so for me personally, I look at what they've done, you know, again, the initial post, they made the correction. Since then, they've continued to do things to try to rectify and make that better through conversations that they've had, both privately and ones that they've had, you know, saying that they were going to move forward with the Black Creator Spotlight. They did that twice. They did the partnership with um, the Black creators. You know, they're continuing to work to continue to build relationships and cultivate that. And for me, I see that as a moving forward. They're taking the necessary steps to educate themselves, to hear what people are saying and to try to be more inclusive. Um, And so for me, if I saw a company only did one thing and didn't try to continue that, that would be an issue for me. Um, And I think for everyone, you have to kind of know where your line in the sand is. And I think that's just personal. No one can make that decision for you. You just have to determine what you're comfortable with. And for me, I would say actions speak louder than words. And so if I see you again, you know, I said that before, we have to extend the same grace to others that we would want to extend it to us. I don't Mm -hmm. get everything right. I don't get everything right as a wife, as a sister, as a daughter, you know, again, it's a company. We, we hold them to a higher standard because they are a company and they, you know, have this 600,000 people following them. But even with that, there's people behind that. And, you know, there are a lot of changes and things happening. Um, no, they don't get a pass. But I do think that they're trying to rectify that through change behaviors and partnerships and things that they're doing behind the scenes. Um, Mm -hmm. We always say that's what something that I said, I was just like, just because we're not necessarily privy to conversations doesn't necessarily mean that they're not happening. Um, And if I feel like that they're not continuing to happen, then those could be conversations that need to be had. But for me, personally, it's enough, but it may not be enough for someone else. And Uh that's okay, too. You know, everyone's allowed to have their opinion or have that line where they feel like, no, that's not enough. But for me, I think that's an individual thing, whether it be, you know, if you continue to work at an employer and something happens, it's the same thing. Um, And so I I don't think it's right to judge people one way or another. Uh
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, one of the things that we have, and this is um,
1: an example of our um, unprofessional transition, <laughs> um, because you know we can have like a real serious conversation um, with a guest and then move right into something that That's you know is, is silly. Uh, so, um, one of the things that I think that Happy Planner did for our show specifically is um, we came up with the idea of having everybody talk about their currently page. I mean, that was a Happy Planner thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we were both. (laughs) Yes. I mean, obviously, you know, there's probably other planners that have put those little currently sections on there. Um, it's probably not just the happy planner, Yeah. but Caitlin and I both coming from a happy planner background and remembering the days when every single happy planner had a currently page in it. Like that's where we got that from. So it's kind of like, it's been a great thing for us. And, um, and it's time now, Caitlin, for us to talk to Nita about her currently page. (laughs) Um, Caitlin, how are you enjoying your subscription
0: to the Yay Day Paper Company? I love it. Since we can't leave the house right now, it's been so nice to have a digital service available for my crafting needs.
1: I feel the same. Anytime I feel the urge to make something new, I I
0: just log into my Yay Day Paper Company account and there's tons of fun ideas there. And because it's a monthly subscription service, they add more stuff every few weeks that I can play with. I never get bored.
1: Yes, and I don't feel like I'm breaking the bank because the monthly cost is so affordable.
0: Plus, if I ever get stuck or feel like I don't know what to do, they have videos, online tutorials, and product guides built into the website, so I always find the help I need. Girl, I have needed those tutorials more than once. So have I, but the learning is what makes it so much fun. I know. And right now, Spiced Chaos listeners can subscribe for less than everyone else. Yes, they can. Use code SPICEDYAY to save $5 off a year-long Yay Day subscription and code SPICEDYAY15 to save 15% off anything in their online shop. That's right. Go sign up now, everyone. We're off to craft. Hey, Caitlin. Yes, girl? Aren't you sick and tired of not being able to find trendy and cute plus-size clothes? Oh, girl, yes. I hate only being able to buy Moos and tents. <laughs> well, those days are over because I just found the cutest online boutique. Wait, is it Chic Soul? Yes, how did you know? Because I already shopped there and I can't believe how adorable everything is. I know. I just got my first order and every single thing fit me perfectly. That never happens. Oh, I believe it. Chic Soul has tops, dresses, rompers, jeans, leggings, basically everything. And the clothes actually fit a plus-size woman between sizes 12 to 24. Exactly. They aren't just regular clothes made bigger. These are clothes that are tailor-made to fit plus-size bodies. And guess what? Chic Soul has teamed up with Spice Chaos to offer our listeners 15% off. That's right. Enter promo code Spice 15 to save 15% at ChicSoul.com. That's promo code S-P-I-C-E-D-1-5 for 15% off. Happy, Happy shopping. Show, are
1: you like ready? Do you do you know what's on your currently page? Or are you just going to kind of go off the cuff? Like if we ask I don't you wing it. You- yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those are some of
1: my favorites. <laughs> yes, me too, me too. So it is currently page time. Yeah. And um, we are going to start with reading. So on the spot, what are you reading right now? Anything?
2: I just finished The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. And <gasps> oh, it, I love Shonda it. It was <laughs> the very book that I needed in the moment. Um, And then I'm actually start today. I'm going to start um, lead from the outside by Stacey Abrams. So that's I always do one that's like a personal and then I usually go into a professional development book. I just alternate. Well,
1: that's very impressive because Caitlin and I read um, emails and Instagram captions.
0: <laughs> no, so. and we both have like reading lists that we like want to get into, but I don't know. I need to figure out how to prioritize that. I need to add that to the top of one of my I, lists. Yeah, I do that's too. That's my way make- that I
2: unwind. So the 30 minutes before I go to bed, I spend reading because if I'm on my phone or doing emails, then I can't shut my mind off. Mm hmm.
1: So um the year of yes, I feel like I have had that in some reading queue at some point. Um, you said that that was what you needed right now and how how did that? Give us like a little sell the book to the <laughs> listeners like how
2: the year of yes. Yeah. So basically, Shonda Rhymes decided she was allowing fear to hold her back from many things, and so she made a decision, um, just through some self reflection that she was going to say yes to everything for an entire year, no matter what it was. If it was her kids stopping her before an award show to play and have tea, she was going to do it, uh, you, you know, within reason to say yes. Um, and it, for me, it was really looking at like where I am professionally, um, things that I want to do just for my family and just my life. Like, what if need if you didn't allow fear to hold you back? Like, if you said yes, you know, I've always been a dreamer. And I'm, you know, I joke and I say I've married the Perfect person to the dreamer, because my husband is like, he is the logic, you know, I'm the dreamer, he's the logic. And I always joke and say with my husband, if I wanted to be an ice cream truck driver, he would say, well, what flavors are we going to sell? He's like the overly supportive. (laughs) (laughs) And I always say that, but literally, you know, sometimes I think we stop dreaming. We don't do it intentionally, but we just stop. And yeah. I think I've just been very comfortable um, because I think that was something I struggled with I, as a person, like a perfectionist, always striving and running and running. And I made the decision um, to be content. Um, and that was hard for me to be content, not in a, oh, I'm settled in life, but I'm in a really good place. And, you know, sometimes when we we want more, but what comes with the more? I always say with work, um, they, they're not paying you the money for nothing. And so... We want these promotions, but they come at a cost. They come at the cost of our families, our social life, our mental well-being. And I got to a place where I just was content. I felt like I was at a place of peace. I could balance my workload. I really liked where I was in my relationships and I just wanted to be still. I didn't want to chase anything. I felt like I had been on this rat race for many, many years. And I just wanted to be still for a while. Um, but within that being content, I just stopped dreaming. Um, and I used to keep a dream log, like just a dream book of just writing any big ideas. It was literally the notebook was just big ideas. And I would just write down these crazy things. Some seem outlandish, some were doable, but they were just dreams. Um, we always say if, if money wasn't attached to it, what would we dream? And so the year of yes was just reminding me like, you can be happy with your life and still dream. And so it was kind of what I wanted to be reminded of, um, specifically talking about motherhood. You know, I'm a working mom and mom guilt is real. You want to be mm. a rock star at work because again, I am in a very male dominant um, profession and I have to always be on. I don't get to be off. You know, I went back to work after um, 10 weeks. I was breastfeeding literally in between meetings, like, I was trying to be superwoman and still trying to progress professionally and wanting to be present when I came home. And so, you know, my daughter's been at daycare. When I get home, she gets mom's full attention. And then, you know, I still got to be a wife and, you know, still wanting to do things for myself and trying to find that balance. And in this book, she really just talks about um, giving yourself what you need so you can be everything to everybody else. But you can't forget about you.
1: Well, sometimes I think saying yes means saying yes to yourself. Yes. Um, And mm-hmm. that, I think, is really hard for us, especially, like, as moms and working moms and women and, you know, just we have a tendency, especially, I think, as women, to be very giving of ourselves mm-hmm. to other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thinking of, you know, a year of yes and if the kids want to play right before you go to a award show, like, I can see, you know, where she – that could be kind of challenging, but Mm -hmm. saying yes to yourself is really, really hard sometimes because we don't feel like we want to put ourselves first. Right. And, um, you know, I, I love what you said about like being in a, in a male dominated profession. And I just want to ask you and, you know, Caitlin, you can obviously feel free to respond to this too. Do you guys think that as women, that we go to work and feel like that we have to prove ourselves, like, that we have to prove that, yes, we're, we're we're moms, but we can still get this done. Like, do you feel like it's harder for us a little bit, like, to prove that we are capable
0: of doing everything? I feel, I don't know. For me, I feel like I have to do it all. Like, I feel like I have to prove to other people that I can go to work, that I can, and be the best at work and then I can come home and be the best at home and, you know, have my home clean and do the mom thing. That's, that's where I feel the pressure, but I don't necessarily, and then maybe that's because I'm in a female dominated, you know, field with mostly female teachers, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel that at the workplace.
2: Yeah. For me, I 100% feel it. Not only is it male dominant, but typically I'm the only minority in the room. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't feel like I can ever be off. Like, I feel like not only do I have to be on, I have to be excellent. Um, I have to be 100% confident in what I'm presenting. Um, no room for error. Um, because I feel like with error, um, I would lose their respect. And it's taken many years to gain it. And so um, for me, there is an immense amount of pressure that I feel when I'm working. Yeah,
1: I I feel like that. that For me, just proving to other people in my life, like yes, I am a mom and I do have a job, and yes, I can still fulfill the responsibilities of my job while still being a mother. um, I just, I think that 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 would be a tremendous amount of pressure, Mm -hmm. Um, and and in a way that you know I don't feel because I'm not. I'm not a woman of color either. So I know that there's mm-hmm. privileges that I am afforded that other people are not for sure. But you know, that whole idea of having to always be on and not having any room for air. Like it's just, I can see how, I don't know. I think I would need a place to write down my feelings in my planner.
0: If that was my life. I really <laughs> yeah, do. <did>. Exactly. Um,
1: <laughs> like, I feel like that would be hard for me. Um. So moving on from reading. Caitlin, yeah. Okay. What's next?
0: Next we have, what are you
2: planning? Are you planning anything right now? I'm planning a family vacation for us. It's not international like I would want it to be. Um, but we have deemed it necessary for us to go somewhere as a family just to unplug, have some fun. We have um, our daughter will be two in July. And so I'm um, really just all about her, but just a chance for us to get away and get some room service and um, mm-hmm. mom not have to clean up and just just to unwind and unplug um it's necessary Yeah, I agree. We skipped
0: out on our family vacation last year, which is an annual trip to the beach, and we're doing it this year. Like, come come heck or high water, (laughs) you know, we're doing it.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I have planned like 10 hypothetical vacations in the past two weeks. I mean, Caitlin can attest that I have... You go to a new place on YouTube every morning. (laughs) Yes, that's what I do on YouTube in the mornings is I like travel to different, like, uh, this week, where did we go this week? We went to um Cuba and we went to the Outer Banks and like I just like to watch travel videos on YouTube and plan these vacations so where are you going
2: so we're planning to go to San Diego and so we're going to do the zoo the safari um I think we're going to do SeaWorld and I've watched Blackfish so I'm a little torn <laughs> <laughs> but they say that they have oh. an aquarium and so we may check out the aquarium but yeah definitely gonna get some sunshine and oh, go do some fun things perfect. with her she's all about animals right now so san
0: diego is beautiful
2: that's a good mm-hmm. spot
1: yeah. yeah and i say go to sea world
0: yeah i say i say too <laughs> yeah
1: i mean you know i don't so, Nita, I used to teach film. That was like okay. part of my job when I was a teacher. And um, we watched Blackfish several years in a row in my film class and talked about documentaries. But what I talk about most with that particular documentary is the bias that is clearly okay. there in okay. that documentary. And um, you know, I don't I don't have anything against like people that feel that the whales are being mistreated. They probably are. I totally agree with that. Um, but I kind of felt sorry for, for SeaWorld when it was all over with. I don't, maybe that's not the most popular opinion, but I don't know. Well, see, I'm
2: very much too. It's like, well, if people don't go, they don't have jobs. And what about those families that are, like, I, I get into Uh that because we were torn with COVID between going out to eat and our waitress through college. And so I was like, they're like. How are they gonna how are they gonna pay for the pay their bills? You know, they make two dollars an hour. It's like if no one comes in, they make no money. And so we were torn. And so we've continued to support one of like our um local, like authentic, they have an authentic like Mexican restaurant by our home and it's like one of our favorite places and their prices have gone up since COVID and we've continued to support them just because again, they're a small business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: I know that SeaWorld is like a big company and they probably yeah. don't deserve my sympathy at all. Yeah. Um, but you know, the people that work there didn't have mm-hmm. anything to do with it's the stuff. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. And, and it's funny because I know that movie is old now and there's probably people that haven't seen it
0: yet. Um,
1: is it on Netflix still,
2: Caitlin?
0: <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I don't know.
2: It might uh, be, yeah, it was, for- too, but I watched oh, yeah, it, I think it- maybe like last year or the year before. So, yeah. yeah been- I just. I I feel like
1: that there were people that were in that documentary that worked for SeaWorld that probably didn't really know exactly what they were doing when they made those interviews. Yeah. And um, I just, I don't know. I just, I felt sympathy for, I guess I felt sympathy for both sides. So I say go to SeaWorld. Just, you know, they're, they're, they like every other company that's made mistakes. Yeah. Are trying to change things. Um. Maybe not because they want to, but because they've been forced to. But I just, you know, I I I, I say go. I think that, it, you know, it's a good thing for you guys. How else are we going to see these animals if we don't? Right. go I don't know. So. And who knows, um, Maybe your daughter will be at once be an animal activist by seeing these awesome whales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. You know. <laughs> um, so what are you what are you watching? Are you watching anything fun right now?
2: Yeah. So I of course, like, feel like everyone else is like binge watching like old shows, and so I'm currently binge watching. Um, girlfriends, like the old girlfriends with theory. Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes. Love. Oh my gosh, Tracy Ellis Ross is like one of my favorite people. <laughs> yeah. And so oh. I just, I re, I just started it. Like you know, it would come on and you might catch an episode, but I never like watched it. Oh, nap time. <gasps> uh oh. Right. Do you need to? Do you need to go? Or you can. No, I, I just see? need to close my office door.
0: <laughs> Now time is hard yeah. Yeah. Nap, yes For real life <laughs> mom life Yeah, i know i told my husband to take the kids out today i was like you guys need to just go while i'm doing
1: this well mine have been extremely impressive during this two-hour time because they only come in like one time so yes um so um girlfriends actually i remember when that show first came to netflix a few months ago and um i had only seen like a couple episodes i have not started a whole binge watch of that yet um Just because I have been always need a new one. (laughs) Well, I know, but I've been so like ensconced in Married at First Sight that I haven't watched anything else. Oh my God, I'm sucked into Married at First Sight. (laughs) Me too. Oh my (laughs) gosh, are you watching this current season? Yeah. Because there's a lot of shenanigans happening with this current
2: season. I just, yeah, I just feel bad for some of these people. I, you know, we don't want to give spoilers, but it's clearly that's like I don't think they're doing a good job at vetting these people because. Yeah, there's no way you could be engaged and doing a process. I don't understand. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I just feel
1: bad. Yes, (laughs) I do too. And, you know, when I, listen, if you're not watching the show and you're thinking about watching it, just know that Paige deserved better. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. And they showed, like, a clip of the end. So, they did, like, a Up to this point, like where they had people come in and talk about it, and they showed a clip of like the end with Paige and Chris, and I won't say anything, but my jaw hit the floor. So if you skipped over that as something like you didn't just want to watch them talk about old episodes, I highly recommend it because there's some content in there. (laughs) Okay, well, I I just I don't know.
1: Um, My favorite season of that show is hands down season eleven, the one that was on
2: right before this one. Mm -hmm. and um with um bennett and amelia they're so cute yes (laughs) they're so quirky but they're like that i feel like that was like a perfect match like they would have found one another had they not had the show yeah yeah and i i think that talking
1: about like them it's like sometimes they hit these matches out of the park Mm -hmm, you know like they'll put them together and you're just like oh my gosh these two people we're obviously meant to be together. Exactly. And then sometimes, like, in season 11, who was that guy, Henry and Henry Christina? and Christine. Or Christina. Christine, Christina. They, that was, that was the worst pairing I have seen on the show so far. And I just, I can't believe that they put those people together. But then, for all this stuff to go down in season 12, like, we won't keep, this will not be, like, a whole hour
0: on Married at First Sight, y'all. But just, if you're
1: not watching it, like, just start. Because it will. Yeah
0: change your life season 12 if for no other reason watch it for Brianna and Vincent like I die for them they're so cute yeah
1: Yeah, Brianna and Vincent are cute um but I I don't know I like the other couples too I really do do Um, yeah
0: yeah I just kind of like everybody
1: this season except for I do feel that Paige deserved better because she seems to be an amazing sweet woman and you know she probably really went at it as hoping to find a husband and she ended up with um
0: well, and somebody her, who like, does not feel that ready she to be husband. about marriage, like, I don't think she's gonna get out of that unless forced to get out of it. Like, mm-hmm. just it's like a, a line in the sand. Like, she's uh, I don't know, yeah.
1: It's yeah. almost like she continues every time he pulls something crazy to just like, okay, well, we're married, so I have to keep trying. And yeah, no, you know, I feel like saying, no, you should <laughs> run away. Yes, <laughs> <She wrote laughs> <a spirit.
0: laughs> run run away so all right
1: what's up next
0: Caitlin okay we have okay what are you eating it could be right now
2: or like a craving you've had or some anything it could be anything <laughs> so it's like my working snack and so like my working snack is sunflower seeds one because it doesn't leave any like any yucky on my hands and so that's just like a I'm trying to cut down on caffeine and so that is like a I think it's just like a busy body like I can Pop sunflower seeds in work, um, because I used to just like be like an you know like people smoke cigarettes like I was just like an avid coffee drinker like if I'm working mm-hmm. I need to have coffee and so I've switched out for sunflower seeds. Okay, are we nice. shelled or unshelled? Shells.
1: Nice shells. Let's do
2: it. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So that
1: seems like for me
0: a lot of work for a snack. <laughs> um, that reminds me yeah. of my softball days. That was like our yeah. softball. I snack. played softball, so yeah. yeah. It's-
1: that's but I do know. love a pistachio, and I always buy them shelled. So I mean,
0: that's yeah. You, know, it's you like, got a two thousand dollars if you buy those unshelled. <laughs> two thousand dollars. <laughs> They're so expensive if you buy them already shelled.
1: I know. I know. There are some days though, like if I'm buying them and I'm like, yeah, let's just get them without the shells because I don't feel like doing the work. <laughs> um, oh, but man. you know, sunflower seeds are like that for me because I like to put sunflower seeds in my salad. Um, but you can't have them in the shells that way. Like, to, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no.
0: That's yeah, so, that too much work.
1: <laughs> well, I think that that's a good snack. Like sometimes, you know, when I fill out my currently page and I have to put what I'm eating, it's like Cheetos or peanut butter. Oh, Caitlin always puts peanut butter cups on hers.
0: Yes. Um, and the white chocolate yeah. peanut butter cups these days. Yum. You yeah, like the, the, the stock,
2: white chocolate one? Yes. it's not good for me. It makes me swell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the salt. That would be tough.
1: So what are you loving right now?
2: Loving. I'm really enjoying, like, watching um, my daughter just kind of come into her own personality. I'm super grateful for this time being at home, even though, you know, we're working, um, that I would have missed these things. You know, those three months she was home, she was walking, and, you know, I got to experience all those things with her. And so I'm just you know, we kind of joke and my mom's like, you got a mini version of you. Um, she looks exactly like my husband. Literally, if you slap a bow on my husband, like she's this twin. Um, but <laughs> She's so full of my personality and my little quirks. Like I'm extremely clumsy. Like you wouldn't know that, you know, from planning. But I'm like, <laughs> literally, like I'll trip over my own feet, like walk into doors. Like that's how we learned I needed glasses. Um, like I'm oh. extremely clumsy <laughs> and she is so clumsy. And we just laugh. My husband's like, of all things, she gets your clumsiness. Um, and so just seeing, you know, just how those little things are coming out in her. Like, I've really, really just enjoyed that. Oh, oh I wow. love. So
1: Facebook has been suggesting you to me as a friend for the past few months. <laughs> <Nina>. <laughs> okay. Um, it's probably because we have mutual friends in the planner community. Yeah. And I, I am... I'm skeptical when I see those things about like sending friend requests, because you don't want to seem like, look, like, we don't really, like we didn't really know each other all that, all that much until like today. So I wasn't going to just like send you some random friend requests, but let me just say, you are right. Like your daughter does look just like your husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did all
2: the heavy lifting. I know you did. And I mean, when
1: I, cause that, cause your profile picture that pops up when they recommend you to me, well, first of all, your husband is super hot. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I think he's pretty good looking. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're absolutely right that she, um, I, I think that is such a cute little combo though. Like for you to be able to see your personality come out of like a little person that
2: looks so much <laughs> like him is like so funny. Yeah, literally everyone's like, and it is so funny because I have two girlfriends. They had, um, they had daughters. So Gianna, there's, two little girls that they're all just like weeks apart and all of them look exactly like their dads as well and we're like what the heck yeah <laughs> who is even their mom like yeah <laughs> like what did we not carry them for 9 months like what happened
1: like i know it's nature's paternity test that's what my mom calls it I she's know. always like yeah mm-hmm. these men out here can't be <laughs> doubting that these kids are theirs because they look just like them yeah um sure. yes but then like my daughter acts just like me for real Um, so I hear you, um, (laughs) like I get that, that you get a little mini me sometimes and you have to say, well, um. I like myself so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, well, my act, no.
0: Mine's opposite. My thirteen year old looks just like me and she acts just like her dad, which he has some good qualities, but she like has his stubbornness and like oh. his persistence, which is gonna be a great adult quality for her, but man, she's a she's a spitfire to parents.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, these daughters. It's oh, true. Yeah. I'm that's like hard. buckling up. Cause I remember like my teenage years with my mom and I was like, okay, if I apologize now, does that like free me? Am I like clear? And she's like, no. <laughs> oh, oh, oh I know. All <laughs> oh, right.
0: Okay. So what are you dreaming on that note? What are you dreaming about?
2: I am dreaming of a like romantic getaway with my honey. Like we my daughter will be 2. We live in Arkansas and we don't have any family here. And so we have not spent a single night away from her. She is sleep trained so she sleeps in her own room, but I would love just like a romantic like vacation unplugged just him and I. It's been like mm. 2 years since we've had like just an adult vacation.
0: Yes. I <laughs> yeah, you know, I relate. I I want that too. <laughs> well, y'all need to do it for real for because now
1: you know it's just uh, i know that when kids are little we feel like we don't want to miss anything um but you know as someone who is you know kind of going through this right now like your marriage really does need you need those yeah. weekends you need those family mm-hmm. those weekend trips get in a hot tub like just get in a hot tub together and <laughs> yes <laughs> i don't know like that's that's cuz i feel the same like that's what i yeah. want is like can i please just get in a hot tub um <laughs> I don't know why I want that so bad, but when I think of a romantic getaway, that's what I think about. It's like a hot tub hot and some tub. wine.
2: Yeah, and... <laughs> I think it's like unplugged, like just sitting out on the beach, like him and I, like because we are both like work and we're on. And so anytime that we don't have to be like glued to phones and just him and I, like we don't, we always say we just enjoy one another's company. We don't have to be doing, we're not like, we are like not the excursion kind of vacation kind of people. We are unplug, room service, sit on the beach. I get in the water. He watches me in the water. <laughs> <laughs> He's not an in the water kind of person. And so that's, that's like our, like, we just like relaxing, like take a book with us and just be able to like really unplug and decompress.
0: Yeah. Maybe a couple's massage in
2: there. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> That'd be nice.
0: Well, I hope <laughs> that you get to do that. I know that
1: it's so difficult, especially if you're planning like a family vacation. Yeah. Um, To also try to work in something romantic, but I hope you can. Yeah, I we're do. we're 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 working on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you feeling? I'm just gonna go deep and just Ooh, have some therapy. Deep. What are you yeah. feeling?
2: <laughs> hmm. Today is today is an interesting day. Um I'm grateful. So today would be my son's third birthday. So today. today? Yes, today is Christopher's birthday. So he would have been three today. Oh. Um, and so I am, I am, ex- you know, I feel that, like, I miss him. Like, mm. um, but I'm also just, like, super grateful that we have Gianna. And so it's kind of like, even in that loss, like, he sent us his little sister. And so it's like, you enjoy moments with them. But then in those moments, it's like you wish the other child was here as well. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like bittersweet. Like my husband went out today, he went to Walmart and he bought a little cake. And so we always celebrate, um, just something small. Um, and so it's just, it's that bittersweet. It's, you know, today we planned like events when we get, you know, when I'm done here, we're going to go out and we got bubbles and we're just going to have like a park day and, you know, f- celebrate our brother. Um, but it's also bittersweet because it's like, even though you have one child here on earth, you know, it's like you wish they both were here. And so it's kind of, it's bittersweet. It's, I'm super grateful that we have our rainbow baby, but you never, as a mom, you never just stop missing that child that you lost. Yeah, we had yeah.
0: Um, another person on who's walked a grief journey like that. Her first son was still born, and then she had a daughter following, and she said similar things that, you know, her plan was always just to have one child, and she grapples with these thoughts that, you know, if Beckett was here, would she have Mallory? And, mm-hmm. you know, the then wanting to see two toddlers running around, like, she expressed similar feelings. So, um, we've we've definitely heard that story, but happy birthday to your beautiful little boy.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And um, you know, I know that we're still recording here and I'm trying not to cry. So oh. um, you know, that was just so beautiful and um, you know, happy birthday to him and yeah. yeah, I can. Now I'm feeling all kinds of things.
2: So, uh. <laughs> yeah, today, today's been like a little roller coaster, you know, but it's one of those things I think you, again, I'm self aware and I have to be mindful, and you don't ever know how you're going to feel, you know, you. last yeah. year. I was peppy. And this year, I think, you know, with everything that's going on, I'm a little bit more like I really miss him. Um, and it, it's OK to vocalize that. You know, my husband and I have always been very open with our grief, with expressing how we feel. And it's OK if the other one's not feeling the same way. Um, but we, we give one another space to feel. And so, you know, I just share with him like um, uh, I think it might be tougher this year for me. And so let's be intentional. And so we went out yesterday and got sidewalk talk and bubbles. And so we're just going to celebrate with Gianna and, um, just make it a fun day and stay busy. And so when you guys said Sunday, I said Sunday, it is oh, okay. <laughs> keep my mind busy. And just to, you know, know know that, you know, you don't want to let those like heavy feelings sit in. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like to be proactive. And that's how I manage my grief is just being proactive when it comes up, acknowledging it, and then continuing to move forward.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and something that Amy said was she called it waves of grief, and so she just rides that wave until she can come back down off of it. So it sounds yeah, like you North never
2: you never know what's going to trigger it. Like um, mm-hmm. my husband was saying, he was watching. Um, he started watching How to Get Away with Murder, and literally. The woman went into preterm labor, almost the exact same thing that happened with me. Preterm labor, the little boy's name was Christopher. And mm-hmm. he was like, it was just like, I'm done. <laughs> and yeah. when that happens, you never know what will trigger it, what will make it come. But you just have to acknowledge it, feel in that moment, and then keep going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: thank you for joining us on such an important day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, um, we have a tendency here to get a little bit silly and not, you know, We we talk about serious things, too, but, you know, um, I I like to think that when things are are difficult for me in my life, that if I record the show with Caitlin, then I can feel better for a little while. Mm -hmm. Um, And, um, you know, that's so thank you for thank you for joining us today. Um, Yeah, thank you for taking some space in your day.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's so and happy birthday to him. And I'm yes, I am. Um. And Caitlin knows this. I have had some severe PMS for the past couple of days. So basically yeah. anything that anybody says to me about
0: anything right now, I start crying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so just excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Okay. Um. Our next one on the list is what are you listening to right
2: now? listening to. So I love jazz. And so, I, my husband, so I'm so i always looking for like playlist and you know, Apple music. And so I've been listening to like my go to is it's called relaxing jazz. And it's basically like this cafe jazz playlist. And I just love it. And, and I alternate between um, Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. Um, like I love their like CDs. And so I'll just play those my husband when him and I first started like riding in the car together because him and I dated long distance and so when I actually moved once we got married and I would play he's like oh my god can you play something else oh no (laughs) it's like you know you have music that literally for me music is like moods and so though that Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Louis Armstrong it just puts me in a happy mood like I sing it out loud I'll blast it and it is just like My happy place. Those are like it's those are albums that I instantly can put on and it lifts my mood.
1: Well, that's what music is for, for sure. I mean, well, Absolutely. not obviously, um, sometimes I listen to things that I know are going to make me cry, like on purpose. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I also, we have our go-tos for making us happy, too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, don't let him tell you about your music. That's what men do. They come in and they try to judge us on our music. Well, and- he
2: is, he is like the music connoisseur in, in our family. Well, his whole family, like my mother-in-law has a master's in conducting. So they oh. are like about the music. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Yeah, so I think he just wants more variety. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, well, some of us get really
1: hooked on, like, one thing and then never stray from those things. So um, Um, Leanne with Taylor Swift. Yes. Yes. I know that there's other artists out there, but she has a song for for everything, so why do I need to look anywhere else? All right, our last one is, what are you drinking? And it doesn't have to be right this moment, but just is there a drink that you're really enjoying right now or just... Besides, I mean, we always say coffee, but, you know, what are you drinking?
2: Yeah, so my mom drink, I've been drinking right now, is like my Malibu and pineapple. That's kind of been like my on a beach. If I close my eyes and I turn the water on and sit really still, (laughs) like, I'll feel like I'm on a beach.
1: (laughs) Yes. I love Malibu. I think that Malibu is one of the best drinks because I can drink it without having to mix it with anything. If I'm hundred percent honest. Um, yep.
2: <laughs> so that's how <laughs> I know that I, to drink it straight. Yeah, it is, it
1: is. That's, that's how I know that a liquor is like really good for me when I can drink it by itself. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that's how oh. I know that I'm, yes, this is my, this is my choice. I haven't had Malibu in a long time, but have you heard of that drink? It's, it's called a Malibu Bay breeze. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember what else they put in it. So I don't know why I said it on the show. Um, (laughs) They'll Google it. They'll Google it. Yes. Google Google the Malibu Bay breeze and buy those um, ingredients because that is like a a beach trip in a, in a drink is what it is. Perfect. So, okay. We have kept you for a very long time (laughs) and um, we appreciate like every single minute that you spent with us. And it's Uh, been so awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has just been so great. Um, can you tell our listeners one more time, just in case they forgot, where to find you?
2: Yeah, so you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Neatly Planned all together. Awesome. And guys,
1: if you're not following her on those places, you should really do that um, for yourself. Um, you will not be sorry. And also, you can find Caitlin. Are y'all ready? You can <laughs> Here's the list. Yes, you can find Caitlin at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram. And she's also creating in chaos on Patreon and YouTube. And she has a duck Instagram called Duck and Chaos underscore official. And I don't know if y'all can hear my children right now screaming, but they are in the background <laughs> making it. a but lot of noise. It's
0: mom life. It's mom life. You guys it that. is mom life.
1: So <laughs> I've asked them three times now to quiet down and they're just not planning to do that. So um but you can also follow her at wait chaos in the classroom that's right her <laughs> teacher page is is chaos in the classroom and she also hangs around at the spice chaos podcast instagram and you can hear her on Monday and Friday here on our podcast. So I did my
0: best, Caitlin. Sometimes <laughs> I different. do better than that. <laughs> you <different. laughs> You got a lot happening over there. Okay. And you can find Leanne at Spice Plans um, on YouTube, Instagram, and Patreon. And you can also find her playing Animal Crossing at Spice Horizons on Instagram. And then you can also find her here on Mondays and Fridays chatting with me and all of our friends in the planner community, as well as on the Spice Chaos instagram so you can find her over there as well thank you for letting everybody know um
1: we we have a lot of plugging that we always have to do it takes a while. <laughs> too much um, <laughs> so uh, one more time nita thank you so much for coming on the show this has been an awesome how long have we been talking two hours oh my goodness yes. this has so, been the best yes yes you were like the perfect choice to kick off the squad celebration And, um, we are just so thankful that you said yes and that you were willing to come on the show. And, um, yeah, so we are going to, um, tell everybody bye and wish everybody a wonderful week and, um, just everybody have a beautiful week and we will talk to you in the next one. Bye Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.